Solid State Radio. Welcome to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me are my co-hosts, Gator Grant Hi. and Rose. Hello. <laughs> and, and can I, before we get into everything else, like, I hear that song, it's forever changed it for me. Like, I'll be in the yeah. car, it'll <laughs> pop on, and I'm like, hi, I'm Adam the Goat Boy Luthi. I'm like, no, no. You are not a dog. This is not Pavlov's <laughs> right. experience. It's not that time. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta figure. I mean, anytime you use a song for, you know, something specific, like I used to use a song for a wake up, you yeah. know, like the alarm oh, clock. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I recall this. Yeah, I figured you would remember the alarm oh, yeah. clock. Yeah. There's a couple songs I can't hear anymore without it like talking to my subconscious <laughs> and making me like freak out that I'm late for something. <laughs> so I can only imagine hearing that one in the radio and in your car, and you're just like. And hi, welcome. <laughs> like, wait, no, dang in. it. <laughs> 30 seconds in, and I'm like, I'm going to talk to the audience in my car. All right, here we go. <laughs> Ready. Game plan on. So, yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, but you got to pick a song that you like because Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine Smash Mouth's All-Star? First of all, everybody would hate oh, us. Gosh. Second oh. of all, let's not do that. No. 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 That would be a bad time. I mean, I am still one of those people that when it comes on, I won't change it. No, I won't either. Because I know the words. For the nostalgia, kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. Hot take. I like that song. I'm actually a fan of that song. So, but I wouldn't want to, like, listen to it. Hello, station manager Sean. What's up, buddy? How are you feeling today, my friend? I'm feeling fine. I wasn't expecting you guys to actually be on the air already. I'm not going to lie. Oh, We're very punctual around here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, it, it well, came up, man. There's like five minutes of commercials that lead into the show at like 6.05 or whatever. I'm like kind of surprised. Hey, all I know is Serenity hit play, and then when it stopped is when we started. <laughs> so I'm just following what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> We're just doing us. Yeah. What's up, boss? You oh. got anything for us? You want to address wanna, the You want to come hang out for a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, maybe for a little bit. Maybe the first segment. There you go, Second man. Now you're yes. thinking about I, things. I did kind of tell people that I was going to be places at some point. Oh, you're oh. such a busybody. You're always doing things. You were on the I'm, air well, with that's Sean. Kind of the idea, man. <laughs> yeah, we have the station manager in with us today. Right. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. How are you feeling today, big guy? Oh, I'm feeling fine. Okay. You're holding up all right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you for, say this like you think this is my first night that I ever drank, Luther. I'm not saying, I don't think anyone is expecting that. All I know is that last night was a special <laughs> night. It was a very oh, special night. Yeah, for people that don't know, last night was the three-year birthday bash for Solid State Radio at Ooh. Cascadens Lounge, mm-hmm. and we had a blasty blast. So did you find anything extra on your car this morning? Uh, no. I'm scared. Uh, well, we'll let that one kick in. Well, I mean, did you, you didn't drive home, obviously. No, no, no. Not a chance. Uh-uh. Oh, not, no way in hell. Right. I'm not that crazy. So did Rachel notice anything? <laughs> I, she did not. Oh, well. Oh, okay, all right. Well, He's wait till you do. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then you can blame other people and not me. Um, but I'm totally going to blame you because well, that's this. what I do. No, 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 no. This is all me. 
I will take 100% of this one. But it's more fun to blame things on Luthie. This is what I knew would happen. As soon as he did it, I'm like, ah. And then, like, I'm like, I'm going to come in on Monday. I'm going to be the one that gets reamed out over things. And I'm going to be like, I had nothing to do with this. I well, like that I'm not getting the blame for any of it, though. No, you like, wouldn't. Nobody even mentioned me. No, like, well, yes. I knew that was going to be the biggest thing. You slide right under the radar all the time. Unless it's positive stuff, in which case you're the focal point. And then the rest of us are just kind of like in the corner. Uh, that's, that's just kind of how this works. Like, you're just kind of the general scapegoat of solid state radio, really. I, you know, it's, it's... Although some people would probably argue otherwise. Yeah, I'm just probably the scapegoat of, of solid state radio. I'm also the cuck of my own show. But that's, that's okay. also true. That's okay. So... <laughs> We, we we did have a great time. It was a great thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Celebrating three years of Solid State Radio, which is awesome. I think it's an awesome thing. I don't think anyone's more surprised that we made it to three years than I am. <laughs> well, there you <laughs> well, go. Congratulations. Well, I, start, I started thinking about it last night, too. And, like, this is your livelihood. Yeah. Basically, like, yeah. the, like, this is your baby, 100%, where it needs to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to make it. Yeah, that's, you that's know, kind I mean, of the idea, yeah. Right. And for all of us, this is a hobby. <laughs> right. And so it's, well, here's to hoping that our hobby makes Sean okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm okay so far, I guess. So. I, say, I think we're yeah. making it all right. Yeah, we're going to keep it going. We're going to do all right for you, bud. Yeah, oh, you yeah. guys are doing fantastic. Well, yeah. and I mean, every show on the on the radio as well, like every show that's been coming up and the new ones that have been coming in and the new people you've been getting in here, too. Oh, for I mean, sure. it's well, awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just awesome. And, and for our listeners, and especially if you're based in the Lapeer area, like there are some fantastic shows on here. I know that the, the new hashtag Lapeer thing. Oh, that's I, amazing. Dude, that guy, he's so good. Yeah. Oh, Tim's so fantastic. Good. Yeah, he's tearing it up. He knows exactly what he's doing. He gets down to the bottom, and especially because it's like local radio. So we're getting into like the local politics, the local yeah. uh, business, the things that are going in, you know, Lapeer. Exactly. And he hits it so yeah. well. Oh, the, he absolutely nails it. Yeah, so, the uh, you know, people big, that are coming in are ones that actually have an impact on our day to day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is way better than, you know, the stuff you see on TV right now. And and Woody Ain't in that the, the morning, truth. that's fantastic. <laughs> he's killing it. Oh, that dude's awesome. Actually, I think this is the first time he's gotten me anyone from the station outside of me and maybe Adam last night. And <laughs> he was having it. Oh, he was loving it. Yeah, he's yeah. loving every minute of it. He's he has been awesome for this place. Emily, our morning show host, who sadly couldn't make it last night, she's been absolutely killing it. You know, sessions, all that's been going well. We got a couple shows. Well, we have another one debuting this Wednesday night. Ooh. Todd Gilbert and his show, Big Nerd Theories, starts to uh, Wednesday night at nine. Big Nerd a- theory? theories? Theories? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. conspiracy theories? No, more oh. nerd pop culture stuff. Let's talk D and D. Right. No, like, maybe I'm, I'm curious on the topics right. now. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big nerd. So Y'all are going to have to just tune in on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, saying. I suppose. Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Oh, and man. then I, I know we've got some other things in the works coming up here, too. And then there's whatever the hell it is that I do in the afternoon. I'm still yeah. trying to figure this out. <laughs> uh, weird sports talky thing? I don't know. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, sort the, of. the longest running show on South State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the flagship, if you right, will. Yeah. Right. Well, literally the show that was here day one when we launched, but that doesn't mean we're by, by any means the best show on this station. Hey, it's Lord not about knows. best. It's it's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't talk about sports because two of us just 
don't care enough. <laughs> and yeah, one you of still us, chime in on my show. Well, I mean, yeah, because I still care a little. I mean, but I'm not relevant anymore. That's the thing that I've learned. Oh, yeah. Is like, you guys will talk about stuff and, right. you know, something going on right now and, you know, all the neat things and these people are getting traded to here and this guy's coming up and all this stuff. And I'm sitting back and I'm like, Keyshawn Johnson still play? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Plaxico? Is he healed up yet? <laughs> you know, and I, that that's the extent. Like, I stopped paying attention right about there because... I got a job. <laughs> See, I'm not even that current. I'm still in, like Michael Jordan era. Oh yeah, that's oh, wow. fine. So, well, yeah, he's Wayne still Gretzky's relevant. Still playing, right? <laughs> yeah. How many have... records did he break? <laughs> did MJ ever come back from baseball? <laughs> right. He's still a White Sox, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I I like chiming in because it does keep me somewhat. You know, I can listen in and hear things that right. I think about or whatever. But this is why I'd say keep you informed. But let's be honest here: no one's getting informed by uh, on anything <laughs> by listening to our radio no, show. No, like no, prospects no. for the Tigers. You guys keep up on really well. Yeah, um, all that because we're both obsessed with baseball. Yeah, being but go boys. hockey also with yes. Carson and Adam, especially they yeah. keep up on you know all oh, the yeah. prospects in hockey and stuff. I mean, we covered at least two of the sports really right. well. <laughs> no, I right? will say I did watch the Lions game today. Oh, yeah, Man, I'll tell you. Wasn't it? Do, was it any different than any other Lions game you've ever watched? Yeah, not. So much. No, they were like they came out first quarter. They were absolute garbage. Like they couldn't do a thing. And then second yep. and third, it was like, wow, let's go. You guys are clicking. Granted, it's against Trubinsky and the Bears, so who cares? He's not even gonna be the starter by week five. I'm Probably locking not. that in now. No, no, Foles will get in there for sure, but. You know, they were doing great. It was like, all right, cool. And then it gets to like three minutes in the fourth quarter. Oh, so the classic. Oh, dude, yes, 100%. <laughs> three minutes left in like the fourth quarter. And they're up, what was it, uh, 20 to 7, 6? Yeah. 20 to 6, something like that. And I kid you not that they lost the game. How? It's amazing. Well, it's the Lions. That's how. Lions fan. Yeah, like I feel like that's really self-explanatory. Yeah. Like, how did they lose that game? Well, while well, they were the Lions. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Just but y'all. you know, it was very. I mean, not to get too into the sports end right. of things because you know that's just not what we're here for no, right now. No. You know, but at the same time, it was very obvious. Like AD was a really good addition to the team, um, and it'll be better when the defense has healthy people. Yeah, or competent people, or both, or at least a corner that can cover somebody. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. Oh, we, we have. I feel like we have all those. Oh, that's right. We traded him last year. Nah, Okuda can do it. He can uh, do it if he's healthy. Yeah, that. You know, that's all. That was a big game. <laughs> Your first round draft pick <laughs> in the first game in the season, and it's like, nah, he's not healthy. <laughs> what? Right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the only competent corner I feel like we have at this point, yeah, and that's much. also kind of sad. Uh, yeah, we could have had two. Like that would have been great, but no, because no. Lions. Yeah. It's the Fords. I do have a bone to pick though, because you didn't do the coin flip for my pick. You have to do my pick. I forgot about the damn coin flip. Yeah. What was your pick? Well, they do picks Normally, every Friday. Normally, he has he has me like just flip a coin for him. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fair how enough. I make my picks. Well, that's this year about I'm as good gonna as win. Gets. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's always something stupid with our picks. Whether it's we're flipping a coin to decide things, Jim just telling me to give him the underdog, or the random stuffed chicken we have in the studio making picks. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, we do actually have a show for everybody. So. We do. Yes. Not just the sports people yeah. that have now been like, 
Wow, you guys know sports? Ah. And then everyone else going, what Why, is, this is happening? This is not what I tuned in for. <laughs> um, we, do, we do actually have a show. We, have, uh, we asked a question. We did a would you rather, like we normally do. And this one was really cool because we did what about, would you rather be a master at all musical instruments or would you rather be fluent in every single language? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one, isn't it? Because, yes. it, okay, so like normally I kind of like to give two negatives. So this is two positives. You have to pick between two positives. I saw that. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, he picked two positive things. Yeah. He's feeling nice. Well, not really. I just realized I needed to change it up because people can't He's just not being relentlessly negative for a change. Yeah. This is well, what this happened is to Well, I will say that the two, positives, the two positives, the two positives, there were a lot less... You know, I'd rather not do either. Oh, my God. But you then know? you get a lot of the boats then. They're like, I'd like both. I'm like, yes, in the perfect world, I'd like to be a millionaire and look like Brad Pitt. But right. that doesn't happen on either account. No. But <laughs> this doesn't one... get to have either. Right. No, this <laughs> was good, being though. being 100 air and, you know, looking like Wayne Static, so. Well, we're getting there. 100 air, man. 100 That's air. where it's at. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you can confidently look at someone and go, yeah, I got at least 100 bucks in the bank. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm making it. All I'm right. doing it. Getting there. I'm doing okay. <laughs> so we had a very like large range of answers, and yeah. a lot of them were very interesting. Uh, I think music won it overall, though. I think more people picked music than the language. That's um, odd. Mine, I think, was opposite. Mine, was I think, a lot of people chose the language. Ah. See, I didn't go through and tally it all up. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I just got to like it. You know, well, I mean, we're not going to do that now. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to do it right now. I can do it like tomorrow. No, do it. Add it right now on the spot. Yeah, you know, right now. Just start doing math, We're, we're going to sit here and we're going to go through all of them just one by one. That's one for this. One, I mean, one, two don't get me wrong. One. It is a possibility, but. Let's not. Let's yeah, go ahead and just I'd go rather do not it. go through the whole so, but it is, it's interesting. And some people would make the argument that language in itself could be considered a musical instrument. I saw that, you yeah. know, or, you know, music is also like a, a form of language is what other people say. There said. you go, oh. loopholes. Yeah. And that's, it's great when people come up with loopholes, the would you rather is because why not? Let's not just give straight answers. Straight answers are no fun. But it, it is, it's a really interesting thing because it's a fun concept and it's fun to play with. I mean, yeah. what? So I want to go around the room. Well, let's all do our own here. So who wants to go? For, let's let's put Sean on the spot because yeah. why not? I love you do love this. to put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably have to go with the music thing myself. Because I feel like just given what I do, like I feel like this would come in so much more handy in my daily life. Like I don't really, you know, have the problem where I have to. I mean, I know enough of you know like one or two languages to get by. Right. Like if I were to go to like Mexico or something or. You I know. can order food. Okay. Right. Yeah. I can order food and I know, I know how to be or like, something. like, El Bagno! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I do that, but I'd really like to be able to play, you know, as a, as a semi-professional musician, I'd like to be able to do that more and better and I learn mean, how to do more things. I mean, even at the very least, be a professional studio musician, right? Right. right. Which, I mean, a studio musician, man. They can make Those bang. guys make bang. That, that's where it's at. Josh Freeze, that's all I have to say. They get to go home they every night. They've on every mm-hmm. rock record for the last two decades. Pretty much right. done everything from like Taylor Swift to, and he gets to sleep in his own bed <laughs> yes. every night. Awesome, good for him. Mm-hmm. Right, 
So, yeah. yeah, all right, cool. I can get that. I can get behind that. It's an interesting pick for you because you are a musician already. And but I don't play, play a lot of instruments very well. well <laughs> I arguably don't play my main instrument that well. I would beg to differ. <laughs> he plays the bass. It doesn't have the... Um, you slap at the bass? Is it, is it? You slap at the bass, man? Uh, I want to <laughs> say it's the frets. I want to say it's the frets. You play a fretless bass, right? I, I, I do sometimes. Like, not, not lately. Like, I play That's a special. fretted five-string now because okay. I can't just... I can't just be simple. I have to be a pain in the ass always. <laughs> always. Well, I mean, no one. No chords, though. That's, no that's one, nice. Yeah. Right. No one knows this more than me about you being a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You though, get like, to see it for four hours every Monday. <laughs> if you see a band though, and you see the bassist get up there, and he's rocking a four-string fretted bass, you know that that dude is just rocking a G all night long. Oh yeah. You know, oh, but you God. but you see like a five-string or a fretless. It's like. Oh no no no! He cares about what he's doing. Yeah, like he's he's gonna run the neck on that a couple times. He knows what he's doing and he grooves. Like I like to see him move around. I like to see a groove a little bit. I yeah. don't like the guy that just stands there and is like. Well, he's also the guy that stares at where his fingers are on the fretboards. Yeah, <laughs> you know? also true. Uh, uh, it's yeah. me every time I've played an instrument in my life. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right, Gator. I'm going to go with you next. I'm going languages Ooh. all day long. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do enjoy playing instruments, and I do play a few. Yeah. Um, I am a lot like you, Sean, where I play a few. That doesn't mean I play any of them really well. Um, I can get well, by with a couple. I've never seen you play anything other than a tuba, Gator, so I can't really attest to how well you exactly. do or don't play anything else. Yeah, the tuba I did pretty well. Yeah. I was okay. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I do play a couple instruments or a few anyway, and I can get by on a few of them and all that. But there is something about anybody out there to be able to have a conversation with right there on the spot mm-hmm. that is just, there's something organic about that. Where it's not just a conversation like, hi, how are you? My name is this and I live here. You know, but being able to connect on an emotional level through talking you know, is really cool. That's, that's a great point because, like, when I thought about the language thing, I'm like, yeah, I could go to, you know, Spain and speak Spanish there. Or, right. you know, go, go to Japan, speak Japanese and, you know, blend it with different cultures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More than that. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, hi. <laughs> you go different places and be able to speak the native language while you're there. But I like kind of how you look at it because it's almost a way of like, say that person's here. Yeah. You have the ability to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. in a way that no one else can. Other yeah. than people, you know, from their native land or that speak that language. But it's it can be few and far between. Like, you know, if you're if you're Russian and you're here, they're just like, ah, you know, no no one's gonna be able to speak that to you. Right. Like, not very well. No. No, and I mean I heard a line today and I don't know where I heard it because I've been halfway sleepy all day long. <laughs> You know, but it was something really cool, and I, it stuck with me, and it stuck in my head, obviously, because I can think of it. And it's that nothing makes people feel more involved than knowing that there's one more spot available. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's that's really cool. Like there's always room for one more person. Right. And so if there's a way where through language I can make it where that's something, then heck yeah, let's go. I know that's a that's a fantastic answer. All right, Rose, what do you want? All right. Definitely not music. I mean, I appreciate music. I've tried to play instruments before. They don't work very well for me. I'm not that coordinated. But you could, you would be in <laughs> this know, scenario, right? But I love to travel. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to go with language. That way I can communicate with people there. I can order my food fluently. There you I can go. ask for directions and I know what the other people are saying. I can say no pickle if I don't want pickles. <laughs> she can find El <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, things like that. And then when I'm here, I can help other people. Like, I have a lot of patients that don't speak English, so I could do that. I could help them. Like, hey, you need to floss more. Yeah, instead of doing this number, <laughs> right. you can just say it. Yeah, you know, exactly. And if they're I don't from, have to mime. Yeah. Right. And if they're from the Ukraine, they're like, you mean like milk cow? Like what we do back home? Milk yeah. sheep. You don't have to look at him and go, you're bleeding. Well, because like when I was in China, I didn't know any Chinese. I didn't know the language. Mm. So I had to mime everything and it was really hard. Oh, I, I couldn't can. communicate with anybody. <laughs> you know, nine out of ten of them were sitting there like, crazy American lady moving her hands all over the place. <laughs> like, well, <but> that's, <laughs> give her fish soup. <laughs> that's the other great thing because not all hand gestures mean the same thing in no, different cultures. not even close. <laughs> yes. You may just flip somebody off in right. like Italian or something. Well, she's looking at, yeah, like a Chinese person's looking at you going like, well, have you too, buddy. Come on. Right. Like, I know I, I have a few friends that have been to Brazil okay. for different reasons. And um, that was one thing that they had come back and told me. We just, you know, around around here if you do this yeah, yeah it's like hey okay, okay. So, yeah. everything's okay nope not there. <laughs> definitely no. not okay <laughs> don't do yeah. that there. and so yeah i mean that's not even like i don't look at brazil and go well that's a you know crap country that doesn't know how to do this and they're you know third you know i just no, no. I, I don't see them that not. way they're civilized culture yes with a lot of rich history and that doesn't translate. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, maybe I should learn things. It has nothing to do with, like, uh, crap culture or anything like that. It's just different cultures. It's 100%. different everywhere. There, It's different in places that speak the same language. There's right. different connotations and dialect and, like, speech patterns and yeah. even hand gestures and so on and so forth. I mean, you see it here in America all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's even a difference in hand gestures from here to the U.K., Right. right, and it's as close of a culture between it, countries that are get. that far away as you're going to find. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's that makes sense. That's great for the travel purposes, and that's kind of what I figured. I mean, also there's the, the the monetary thing with the languages, right? You're an interpreter. I imagine those guys make bank. Oh, that would be a yeah. fun job. I would think I would like that. That That'd would be, be awesome. fun. That would be fun. I mean, be interesting. They, right? what, what was it? Geico that used to have a commercial where it was like I. How's your Dutch? And it's like, meh, gets by. And like, they're absolutely terrible translations. Like, oh, yeah. well, should we it, hug now? <laughs> I think it'd be fun to be an English teacher in another country. I have a that friend that does that. I say, I've I got a couple friends really that cool. did that. Yeah. Actually, my mother in law does it right now. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, she does online classes. She, I think it's uh, Korean, Ooh. and she teaches them to speak English. Very cool. Yeah, my buddy Kyrie moved out to Japan. He lives in Japan now as an English teacher. Awesome. Yeah. I used to want to do that with French. Live in France, speak Oh, yeah, what English. a horrible thing, huh? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me go live in, like, the, the best culinary world known to man and then just be like, hey, you want to learn English? <laughs> right. like, I, I, wouldn't have come, I wouldn't have came back. Right. It's like, I love your language and it sounds amazing. <laughs> and I love your food and <laughs> right. just everything there. And your people. <laughs> And your stuff. <laughs> it's just, it just works real well. Yeah. yeah. So, so and the fact that you have sparkling water through water fountains around the city, that's amazing. Fantastic. Right. 
So, so how about you? Yeah, that's that's okay for me. Like, are we? Uh, does does the language of love L U V count as uh, as a language? Because that a would be real fun, right? Yeah, it's either Italian, French, Spanish, <laughs> or uh, what's the fourth one? Love Which, language. Whichever one will get you laid the quickest. I mean, probably French. Yeah, or Italian. Well, no French. No, uh, I'm taking music. Like I, right. I I did the thing where I practically set up my list aside and was like, which are the benefits? And and overall, like. Oh, you really went through it. Oh, dude, I do this with everything. It's uh, I analyze every single situation well, there you to go. a fault. But like the the language thing, I sat there and I looked at it and I was like, you know, professionally, this would be it would be better. Like it just opens up so many different doors. Yeah. Culturally, it'd be better. It it just open up so many different doors there and I could travel and all all those things that we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. I thought about that. And I was like, language is really the practical choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm a very (laughs) practical person, too. Like, so it's very weird for me. But the other side, music has always spoken to me. I've always loved music. Right. I cannot play an instrument to save my life. (laughs) I am not coordinated in that way. Just not. Let me ask you this, though. Like, and just this kind of backs up what you're saying anyway. What is, as of right now, in this moment, like, for this kind of session anyway, what's your favorite band right now? The Gaslight Anthem. Okay. Always. Well, right, but like newer band that's you've listened to, you've been kind of like, wow, I really like them. Oh, like just that recently came yeah. out? Yeah. Or oh, no. semi more recently than Gaslight. Come on. Uh, okay. Is Cage I, the Elephant count? I was I was thinking of Ghost. Okay, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you're a, big, you, a you, huge you, Ghost yeah. fan. Yes. What country are they from? Sweden. Yeah, you ever heard him speak English? It's <laughs> yes. not that great. <laughs> I, he does all right. Like he does the, okay. The, the main guy speaks English pretty fluently. Okay. I don't know about the rest of them because they're not they important, talk, apparently. But can yeah. you? But depending on the song they're playing, do you get the emotion that they're portraying in the song? Oh yeah. See, music transcends language all day. I I can understand this and. So at the, at the end of the day, like the idea behind the music thing is it's I've, it's always spoken to me. I've always enjoyed it. It, it gets mm-hmm. me like it gives me the feeling so on and so forth. And the one thing I've always wanted to do with my life, no matter what, was to make other people happy. Right. Like le- legitimately, when people would sit you down and say like, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" I, like every career that I've ever had in my mind was to better other people. It was never selfishly for me. It was always like a. I wanted to be an actor. Why is that? Because of the money? And I'm like, no, not because of the money. Because, like, I would portray characters on screens that kids would idolize, that people would enjoy, that, you know, you'd spend all this time watching these movies and really follow along to. I mean, think about how we memorize Fight Club, right? <laughs> think about all of those scenes and stuff. Right. I've always wanted to be like that. So music has always spoken to me in the same way. Like, I wrote this song. Yeah, maybe it's the song that makes everybody cry. Maybe maybe it is like Iris <laughs> from the Goo Goo Dolls. Maybe it is Adam's song from Blink. Or maybe it's that fun, upbeat, hey. Like, dude, I mean, if you wrote Party Rock, yeah, I hate you. But, like, everybody loves that. that song. It's though. so catchy. Like, it's, yeah. Did we mention no. Psy? Gang- Gangnam Style? Oh yeah, that Dude, guy. That oh, went oh, through everything. It did. It did. Like, in the, good for him. Good for everybody that's it's made some success. Good for you know Smash Mouth and their All Star. Right. Good for Chumbawamba. I don't care. <laughs> you know, great on Tears for Fears and all that stuff too. Tears for Fears rock. <laughs> yeah, okay. of course you think that. I do think that, but. but Richard I, also says though that uh, apparently the American accent in Australia 
will get you far. Ooh. How? Like, have you seen Australians? They're all beautiful people. I know. Well, I didn't reply to him. I was like, do they know that it works the other direction, too? <laughs> I was going to say, I need to go Definitely on vacation. Does. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, well no, too. no, no. I don't want to go there. Are you kidding? Every, like, everything can kill you. Everything thank is active, you. Everything is actively trying to kill <laughs> yes. you, too. Top seven, seven of the top ten most deadliest animals in the world. Live in Australia. <laughs> yes. So why do like oh I'm gonna vaca- I'm gonna vacation to Australia. <laughs> it's been great knowing you. <laughs> right. You're gonna sit down to take a dump and get bit in the ass <laughs> by something and die. <laughs> Your ass cheek's gonna turn black and fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like I I mean he just said yeah they apparently know that it works over here too which I would hope so because I have an iPhone. Yes. It's female Australian accent. Hey, me too. Yes. <laughs> I do on my Android. Yes. You know, I'll tell you what, though. It doesn't really do, like, the female Australian accent doesn't do as much for me. It that's just doesn't. That's a shame. That's right, a well, shame. Whatever. I mean, it just it doesn't. It's not one that I'm like, oh, that's amazing. You know? Yes. So I, I'm kind of with Luthie on this one. I can't believe I said I'm agreeing with Luthie on this one. Oh, oh, my God. God. So good. Yeah, you've hit a new <laughs> low, apparently. I judging know. from everyone else's reaction. No, I will say, though, that um, the male Australian accent, I can't get past Crocodile Dundee. No. Yeah. Like, I just can't. It's, it's all I ever hear out of it is either Crocodile Dundee or Steve or Irwin. Steve Irwin. <laughs> that's all I ever hear. But the female... Yeah. Which is unfortunate (laughs) because, like, every time that I hear an Australian accent, I immediately assume someone's going to do something stupid. Right. It's like, you're going to go touch, you're going to go poke something you probably shouldn't. (laughs) Here you go, provoke a wild animal of some sort, aren't Uh you? Or just do something really dumb. Just get real ornery now. And it's like, no, no, don't, don't stick your finger in the poisonous animal. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just don't touch that thing, okay? It's doing fine on its own. We're going to poke the gator in the ass crack. And see what happens, just to see, you know, like it's gonna get pissed. Oh, it's pissed now, and you're like, well, yes, yes, it would be. Anything would be. Right. So, anyway, yeah. But I'm taking music. I want to speak to people's souls. I think oh, it'd yeah. be more fun. It would I, be fun. It's just that's just me. Um, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we might we might talk <laughs> about the question that flopped. And Maybe. I'm so upset. <laughs> but we'll be back. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SalStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story. Your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer or let us cater your event. 
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascaden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Stone Show Theatre, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art show featuring award-winning Michigan artist Molly Jones with a show called Clay and Canvas. The show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, September 3rd through September 26th from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary glass of wine while looking at some amazing art. Stone's Throw Theatre, where music, theatre, and art are only a stone's throw away. As our economy opens back up, supporting small businesses is more important than ever before. Lapeer Main Street has partnered with Choice One Bank to bring back the Lapeer Rewards Program where we reward you for shopping local. Make a purchase from 10 different businesses within the DDA district and verify those purchases with the DDA and you could earn a $25 reward from Choice One Bank. Rewards are limited, so don't wait to start showing that support. Visit www.downtownlapeer.com for official rules and guidelines on how you can participate and we'll see you in historic Lapeer. Are you looking for something to spice up your relationship, or you just want to try something new? Then come to After Dark Fantasies in Sanford, Michigan, and see me, Tina. We've got something for everyone, from mild to wild, lace to leather. We've got you covered. Don't live near the store? Then check out our website, afterdarkfantasies.net, and shop from the comfort of home. Be sure to use code SOLIDSTATE in-store online to save. Follow us at facebook.com slash afterdarkfantasies. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. 
Join us this Friday night on our brand new outdoor patio for live music starting at 6 from Four Guns and Sybil and the Beast. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. Solid State Radio. for discussion on solidstateradio.net um so we're gonna go ahead and touch into the second question of the week that nobody else touched into except for one person um <laughs> this is why i'm sticking around because it's just really watching <laughs> luthy have to wallow in his own failure so yeah, we, we've all had questions that have bounced it's true, but this it, one bounced really hard. though. Yes, it did, and and the thing is, like, oh, it didn't bounce. A, it just hit. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Flat, flat faced. Like the movies when someone jumps out of a building and don't make it. Um, Aim for the bushes. <laughs> well, I mean, to make you feel better, well, I've never had first. a question that did well either. So you've never posted. I one. know, but I was trying to make you feel better. I feel like all you have to do is be like. This question was submitted by Rose, and everybody's gonna be like, "Let's make sure we answer this one." Oh, we'll just we'll do one this week where it just says Rose question, and then whatever it is, and we'll see how well oh, it does. Great it's social experiment. Let's make sure it's a crappy question too, just so we can really see. Dude, just all to I'm double lo- down on. <laughs> right. All I'm looking at is I haven't had to come up with a question for like three weeks now. No, no. I realize this. Yeah. Like he slowly scapegoated out of right. this, and I'm, I'm back like, like, man, this was easy. Yeah, I've been sitting here going like, ah, I got to come up with something new now. And this is one that like, so the reason I'm bothered isn't because I came up with a question and it didn't hit. It's that like legitimately the night before I posted the question, I even sent out a text to everybody involved going, I have a great question. Like, this is an awesome thing. And everybody went, like, I talked to a couple people about it. And they're like, yeah, dude, that's great. That's awesome. This is why you never, like, build yourself up, like, because you know you're going to end up being let down when you're that excited about, oh, my God, this is going to be such a great thing. This is why I don't have any confidence. Well, <laughs> exactly. You know, I will say this, that after I said yes, because I still think it's a good question. I do, too. You know, got all done. And then Sarah looks at me and she goes, I'm not commenting. Oh. I was like, what? And she goes, nope, I'm not touching that one. Mm. I was like. Okay. Because it's a I mean, minefield. You don't it? have to, but okay. So Did apparently she elaborate there's. elaborate why? Nope, I didn't ask. Are you kidding? I'm not going to ask that. When she says, I'm not doing. Well, that's true. Yes, right. ma'am. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. Well, I'm, on. My curiosity will get the best of me. Um, well, I'm still curious, but I'm okay. Yeah, that's all right. I'll so, make it in life. The, I'll find out. The reason, <laughs> the reason I came up with this question is because for our listeners that are not, you know, local, that don't live in Michigan, yeah. our governor did something. We're not going to get into that so not much, too much because we're not a politically based show, and I don't really want to go into that. But it inspired a question because uh, it was another debate I had with a friend a while back ago. Yeah. And so it kind of all correlated to this because some people, you know, when you have children, you want what, well, most people when they have children want what's best for their kids, right? Right. Always. Some lot. of them just want to live vicariously through their kids. Well, yes. that happens that's too. That's true. Yeah. And uh, when, you, when you have that in mind, a lot of people go, okay, I'm going to save up money. I'm going to set money aside for my child's education, for their future. You know, and I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying everybody does this. There's no right or wrong here. I just know that a lot of people have done this. Right. You know, they set up the college fund. And I guess the real question comes, if you set up a college fund for a child, 
mm-hmm. no matter what the amount ends up being at the end, doesn't matter. Maybe it covers the whole cost of school. Maybe it's just $10,000, whatever, to help somebody along. Right. Do they have to spend it on college? Like, that's your, uh, your intent for them. Do they have to spend it on that? Mm. Like, see, that is, that is I, I can see why there are some people that would not want to touch that. Right. No, I, I, I get that. And you take a look at it on the other spectrum. I mean, it could go to multiple things. Like, I gave a couple, I gave two examples, but it, I'll go with three different ones. One, maybe it's not college, maybe it's trade school, right? Okay. Yep. okay. That counts, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not college, maybe it is a down payment on your house, your first house. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's not college, maybe it's a, it's a trip. They travel to Europe for a week when they're younger and have that ability to enjoy it. So I'm... I get it. Like, mm-hmm. these are controversial statements. And Definitely. I just want to go ahead and go around the room then and see, like, what do you think of this? And because Sean's here and joining us, and because <laughs> I really like putting him on the spot. I, I think I've noticed this. I think he's getting ready to skate, like, as quick as he can. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not answering this question. I uh, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. There he goes. All right. I like that. That was Sean, everybody. Ah. Yeah. Um, but seriously. If you like, and this is a hypothetical because you don't have children. I'm it's not having be children. Really interesting well, for the other not two a plan in this room. To. Sometimes it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the point here, like, if you if you set that up for your children, your hypothetical children, would you be fine with them spending it in a different way? Like, well, how would you go about that? Do they have to spend it on college, Sean? Well, I mean, at some point in time, and again, I'm speaking as the the. Well, one of the two non-parents in the room. <laughs> right. But it's a gift to the kid, is it not? I mean, you can't really get pissed at your kid for how they spend the gift or the money or whatever you give to them, right? They're grown adults at that point. They have every bit of right to do whatever they want with that money. It's not. I don't, I don't get to dictate the terms of what they do with the money I give to them after I've given it to them, so... No, that's okay. That's that's a fair that's a fair statement. That's uh, what would so you don't care what they spend it on. I mean, as long as they're not going out and blowing it all on drugs or something. But like. well, but you said that they could, <laughs> it's their money, so they could go ahead and blow it all on coke and have a hell of a night in Vegas. Do you know how many dirty thirties I can buy with a thousand dollars? You could be the party king for like a year, at least. <laughs> also true, but well, that's. Hopefully, I've raised you know raised my entirely hypothetical children to not do stupid things like that, and they'll that they, and hope that I've at least taught them to make good decisions. Right. So, okay. Your hypothetical children sleep through the night every night too, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never have bad dreams. Well, they're fine. They that's Gator. That's why they're hypothetical. Exactly. <laughs> they're perfect children. I have hypothetical children, and they wet the bed all the damn time. I wake up, and my bed's always wet. It's yeah. so weird. His hypothetical kids moved out and don't even scrap to them anymore. Paper. It's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. My hypothetical like, kids caused me to be broke. I don't understand any of right. this. Um, Rose. I am under the same kind of thing. It's a gift to the kid. Sure. And so it's ultimately up to them. I mean, you can say, hey, this is why I intended it for. Uh-huh. And you can leave it up to that. I thought about this because I was like, ooh, what would I do? No, because it really has a bearing over you and Gator because you have children. Yes. So I was like, I could see my kids just being like, just spending it. But if you put a stipulation in there that they can't touch that money until a certain age, maybe when they're a little bit more mature. I was thinking like 25. 
That's fine. This is an open-ended question. This isn't a would you rather. So you get to make your own stipulations here. You get to dictate how this goes. So by 25, usually you're out of college already. Mm -hmm. So you can pay off a good amount of that student loans, or you can put a down payment on a house or a car or whatever. But your frontal lobe is fully developed. So you would hope. you're going to hopefully make better decisions <laughs> than when you were 18 and getting that money. I would, I, I would like my, to I don't think, think so, my frontal lobe stopped until I was like 28. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I would have made terrible decisions with that money at 18 oh, yeah. versus 25. 25 would have put to much more practical uses. Right. That's, that's, a fair, that's a fair assessment. And that's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. So that's that's a really good take on it. Um, do so, you have yes, any but more? with rules. Yes, with <laughs> rules. Gator. So... Yeah. Oh. Bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. Thanks. We all love you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, sorry, I just had to turn off that microphone so that way we don't get weird echo. Yes. Um, okay. So I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I am a big fan of, and we've talked about this before, if you're going to give a gift of money, it can't have strings attached. Right. You have to be okay with that just being what it is. That being said... This is a little bit different, though. This Because is. it's not quite a gift yet. You made a fund set up separately. You haven't given them this money. They might be aware that it exists. Right. But that's it. So, I would... They would be able to. Let's put it that way. I would make it so that they would be able to use it for whatever they saw fit. Yes. <sighs> I would probably still do it at 18 because I am also one of those people that's like, 18, get out of my house. <laughs> right. Um, you know, time to make it. Mm -hmm. Time to be a big boy, you know, or whatever it may sure. be. You know, um, and so I I don't think I would have many stipulations on it. Mm -hmm. um, it would be 18 when you get it unless something happened to me beforehand. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, say if something happened to me beforehand, then that's all out the window. You know, that's all like, well, if I die... Mom needs that money. <laughs> right. No, that becomes hers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, that kind of stuff. But um, I don't think I'd put any stipulations on it. Um, I would hope and pray that kind of the same idea that I, I, I raise them correctly and all that. And I can't say for sure that if I was around <laughs> and then they used it on something stupid that I wouldn't be upset with them because I probably would be. You have every right to be upset. Like, you can give somebody yeah. money and then go like, well, you're an idiot for spending it that way. I mean, right. it is what it is. Because, I mean, I look at, like, you know, same idea. When I was 18, if I was given 10 grand at 18, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I'd have thrown it at everything and not had anything left. And I mean, okay. even my open house... Like, you know, every senior you have an open house yeah. and you get a crap load of money. Right. Usually is the most amount of money you've ever had in your hands at that point in time in your life. First thing I did was drove out to Guitar Center and bought a hand drum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I want one, and so yeah. I'm buying it. And, I mean, my mom and dad obviously were like, that's a dumb purchase. You shouldn't do that. I still own it and still use it today. So it's like nana-nana-boo-boo. Boo. Yeah, right. You know, it was however long ago now well sure but and, and that's good and you're getting to the second part of my question after we finish this round oh, okay cool like a little prematurely sorry no it's all right it's okay so i wouldn't put stipulations i would just kind of sit back and realize that it was put aside for them at a certain time in their life and what they need it for is what they need it for they can either use it wisely and they can make good time of it and make a good stretch or whatever it needs to be or they can blow it and crap happens and then they have a learning experience. True. Okay. Fair. Excellent. Yeah. 
So uh, to get into my hypothetical <laughs> children, yeah, once again, I, I like the idea though. Um, I would set up money aside. It would be ex- it would be meant for college. That's that's the idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a problem with them spending it on other things. I'd like to give them that option because once again, college is not something that everybody is oriented for. No. It's not something that everyone is capable of succeeding at. Like if no. I'm raising my kid and by the time he's like 17 and I take a look at those grades and I've just generally dealt <laughs> with him all this time, I'm going to look at him and be like, "Yeah, community college for you, bud, maybe." And, Maybe. you know, it, it is what it is. Like, at that point in time, but I still got that money saved up. That's mm-hmm. for him. The idea of college is to better your ch- your children's future. Right. To if, give them every possible opportunity. Yes. Yeah. So the idea being said, like, I don't have a problem with them doing different things. And I, I honestly don't care what it is. I wouldn't, like, say I saved up 40 grand, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a healthy yeah. amount of money. That's a healthy amount of money. Like, I'm not going to give them 40 grand and just go, like, go have fun. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Not ideally, no. <laughs> no. I, you know, like, if he's like, I want to go take a trip. Okay, I could, if I have 40 grand saved up, I'd give him 10 grand and say, you know what? Go have the fun, most fun summer that you're ever going to have. Uh-huh. Because you don't know if you're ever going to have that opportunity again. That's fair. Why not travel Europe when you're 18 and you can see everything, remember everything, experience things in the most lively sort of way that you can instead of saving up for it and hopefully doing it when you're like, what, 55? If you were, right. if you were 18 mm-hmm. and you were in, you know, say Spain yes. for a summer or whatever, would you do the running of the bulls? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great fear of death, and I am very clumsy. Would you do it at 35? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. Because, you know, it's an experience, so you can only, I mean... Once in a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You have one life, just go for it. It may end abruptly. (laughs) But you know what? They can say, there was Rose. She went out in an awesome way. No. You know what? It'd probably just be a statistic. Be like, well, another 15 people died this year. (laughs) You get one life. You can live it however you want to. You know what? I don't want it to end because I got gored by a bull. That's not how I want to go. Like, yeah, I lived a great life. I was going to live till I was 80, but instead I decided to run away from bulls. Yeah, but see, you wouldn't do that. But you'd go to Oktoberfest. You'd uh, go to Germany. Yeah, I would go to yeah, I would go exactly. to Germany for Oktoberfest or yeah. whatever, but I also don't really drink, so like Doesn't matter. That's a cultural experience. Yes. The running of the bulls is also a very cultural experience. <laughs> that could possibly lead to death by being gored by a bull. I mean, that's fair. Yes. I yeah. don't know if you've seen the one with the matador where he got, like, gored through his nuts. But well, Okay. That, you know what? I know it's a one in a million shot, but not that's o- not one I want to have happen. Not only that, but, I mean, matadors, mm-hmm. y'all got it coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> like, the deck is stacked against you hard. <laughs> I get this. I also don't want to go bungee jumping or go skydiving like none of this stuff you make me me. so sad i would take you skydiving in a heartbeat i i want to go to skydiving honestly i'm afraid i'd have a heart attack really no seriously oh that's a shame i don't think i could do it uh i don't like heights to begin with what about ziplining would you do ziplines i don't know what if it was over a lake and and not like 300 feet it it doesn't matter i I don't like this this sort of stuff that sort of rush doesn't do much for me i'm just saying like like being afraid i can get you on i think it's about a 50 foot zip line across a lake (laughs) 
And if that's something you want to do, we can make that happen. Maybe. He might be able to talk me into that one. I don't want to jump out of uh, an airplane because, first of all, like, okay, so I've done it. <laughs> it doesn't – like, the idea of doing something just to do it, to say that I've done it, doesn't appeal to me. The idea of free-falling, I've had enough dreams where I free-fell. Oh, they scare so the good. crap out of me. I do not want this experience. Like, watching the Assassin's Creed game where he does the dive. <laughs> so yeah, that's the best good. part. It makes me anxious. I get a really bad feeling that's when that awesome. happens. <laughs> so, like, no, I, I'm legitimately, I'm afraid I'd have a heart attack in the sky. I don't need this. No, and, I mean, the only reason I kind of bring that up, and you brought up the skydiving as well, um, I have a boss that yes. just recently for her birthday went skydiving Ooh. for the first time, mm -hmm. and they took, like, a video and everything. Mm -hmm. She showed it to me and all that. I'm not kidding you. Two minutes in, I am the most jealous person known <laughs> to man. I'm like, oh, I want to go so bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I love roller coasters. I love right. that sort of thing. You're I'm strapped, strapped in. in. I'm okay. Right. The parachute thing is fright. I will never go bungee jumping. I would do skydiving before bungee jumping. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't bungee jump. More people die from bungee jumping than skydiving. Let but that sink in. Thousands of people do bungee jumping a day. All it takes is one dumb incident. Well, Kobe died in a goddamn helicopter crash this that's year. That's fair, yeah. All right, what about like cliff jumping? God no! Oh, Are you insane? Diving? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'd find the one sharp rock at the bottom. Let's be honest here. I'd do that too. See, I would Are you too. You kidding? Let's you go know. on an adventure, right? You guys go have fun. I'm gonna go. Man, I'm gonna. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like all these things sound great. I know that I'm gonna have to recover for like a week. Like I'm gonna be at home going, oh, everything hurts. <laughs> Worth it, Can't. right? But Can't. to have the experience, mm -hmm. no question. Because when you're 80, you can be like, look what I did when I was in my 30s. Right. I Those experiences don't mean that much to me. Maybe you guys have had, like, the other experiences that would mean a lot more to me. You already have them. Oh, I yeah. do not. I, I've done yeah. some some stuff. So that makes it fun. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. I've it done is chasing things. a high. Yeah. It is. It's totally chasing a high. Right. But, like, to me, at the end of my deathbed, like, what I'm at the end of my life, in my deathbed, like, looking back and going, I parachuted out of the sky. That, that doesn't do anything to me. Me saying, I have two children that I've raised and have done well. I, I got married to the love of my life. That means something to me. Right. The rest of this, that's just crap. That's fluff. I'll it doesn't tell you what, do dude, anything. If we make it to 65, okay, if we both make it to 65. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking you skydiving. I will drag you in a walker. I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to make it happen. And if you have a heart attack and die on the way down at 65, that's how you were meant to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I really beg to differ on this, but hey, whatever. I'm a, I'm a, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> If I wake up mid-sky, it's going to be a real bad time. What, it's going to be what? like the nightmares all over again. Am I in an airplane? Uh-huh. <laughs> I did tell you about Push the dream, out. right, where I was falling off a building, and Ooh. I slept on a bunk bed. Oh. I oh. fell off my bed while having the dream of awesome. falling off a building. It's like inception. Yeah, you got to feel the wind and then the thud. <laughs> all you, in real time. Were you Okay. Yeah, that was fine. Well, see, oh, then good. you're fine. Go uh, skydiving. No, no. He made it once. You can do it again. It's, it's a large fall. Different yeah. thing. I did read something the other day, too. It's uh, You don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's great. I want to walk afterwards right. and live. Um, but I digress. Like Going back to the main point. 
just the idea that you know you could give your kid that that once in a lifetime experience like i said you're not going to give them the whole 40 grand and say go have fun uh, probably not no but like 10 grand hey you want to go to europe for the entire summer go ahead do that you know it's a nice gift they say hey i want to go to every single ballpark in america all of the baseball players this is something i want to do right right right. like hey dad i want to go see a home game at every single ballpark cool here's your chance here's your opportunity because you know you might never have that it might never really come to fruition we have all these great plans how many people do you know that didn't make it to 30 at this Uh, point i know a few right this is this is my argument yeah What if they had that opportunity? Well, I mean, something they could experience for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, we talk about being at the end of like the, you know, your life and looking back, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Some people don't get the luxury of that. So to have these abilities to do this stuff while you're young and have that amount of fun, you do stuff with your friends, have these experiences, as opposed to like when you're 55 and you're just like, I saved up money, so this better be good. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think you should should do that. Now, that being said, I wouldn't, like, no no 40 grand, right? Not all of it. Right. The rest of it, you got to give me a plan. I'm Mm -hmm. not just giving you the money. Okay. It's meant to better your future. So, like, hey, you don't want to go to college? Okay, cool. Here's, I've got 40 grand saved for you. Mm -hmm. It's not a gift yet because I haven't given it to you. What do you want to do with it? What if they give you an answer you don't like? Can you say no? Don't get the money. <laughs> oh. But what if, like, okay, so the way I look at it, and I mean, maybe you're like, no, that wouldn't, that would make sense to me, kind of thing. But you know, say you have in your mind that you want your kid to go to a four-year university, college. Yeah, yeah, university, big boy school, all right. that kind of stuff. You know, and somebody like me, say I am your kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I remember. We know that I am not made for a four-year school. That Absolutely is, not. That I am not bred that way. I'm not gened up that way. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, it's just not going to work for me. Nope. And I came up to you and said, school's not going to work for me. I'm yep. not that kind of person. But I would love to be able to have it to set me up with kind of um, a nice safety cushion in my savings, get an apartment possibly get a decent enough car to be able to last and then help me get into a job and just kind of keep me afloat so i can figure out what it is i need to do perfect okay so you don't have big stipulations No, it's not big stipulations you just can't be like uh the money like i want a game plan i want that you're actually going to use this money to better yourself and give me like a solid reason and other than like it's my money uh what if i tell you i want to buy a bunch of guns that's not you know but it's a plan yeah it's a crappy (laughs) plan like i don't so there is there are limits to your planning there are limits like okay so say what you want to do like uh you plan on starting your own company okay okay Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. You're going to start your own company. Maybe you want to do like roofing or something like that, right? You're <laughs> going to go, I'm going to, well, just bear I, I, with I, me. Yeah, I'm with you. I will, I, you go out and you get a truck. You're mm-hmm. like, I want this this truck. This is what I want. This is how I plan on doing this and going on and, you know, getting this stuff certified, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a plan. I'll give you money for that. That's fine. You get your money. Do that. That's that's set forward. You with your, like, getting the apartment, I want the, you know, you got it in mind. I'm going to go to trade school. Cool, you're doing something. I don't care if you come up to me and go, I want to go to art school. I'm like, well, this is going to be a complete waste, but go ahead. Right. You know, like, that's fine. What go if ahead. I want to buy a bunch of guns and become a professional hitman? <laughs> 
Ooh. Well, no, because that's wrong. <laughs> that's like, Dad, I've got this great idea. That forty grand, I'm gonna go to Colombia, get a ton of cocaine, right, and fly it back and sell it for double. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make tons of money. Like, no, this isn't Breaking Bad. We're not doing this. Um, My name is Tom Cruise. I fly planes. <laughs> yeah. No, like that's not a sound business plan. I mean, like, wow, it is sound. It's just not legal. <laughs> well, well, yes, it's yes. just not moral. <laughs> yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Like, there, yeah. there are certain stipulations. Yes. I want you to actually have a plan. I want you to figure things a out in your life. Responsible idea. Responsible idea. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. That so, way you know they're not blowing it on just meaningless stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not having crazy party summer. Yeah. I'm not just going to go. If your plan is to go buy yourself a brand new sports car, no, you're not getting the money. I mean, that would be I enough mean, to buy a new vet. Yeah, but think, but, think about it. The moment you drive off that lot, what is that vet worth? Half. That's so much more to me. <laughs> I'm rocking a chub the minute I get out of that parking lot. <laughs> and this All is, that power. <laughs> this yeah. is once again why, like... I'm not made for college. You're not made for college. No, you are not. Um... I know we're up against the wall here, so we're going to take a break. When we get back, I do want to go forward to, like, would you trust a 18-year-old self with money? Let's do that. We're going to do that rapid fire, and then we're going to get into the advice portion. You're listening open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. Solid State Radio. You get over to a house, you walk over to a door, you start pounding on the door. You say, open up the door, bitch, it's Wolf of with the green teeth, let me in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Um, before we move into our next topic, I did want to go around, and we can do this one probably pretty quick, and kind of have a very, like, know the answers here. We but, speed rounding things right now? Uh, just just for this, because okay. I wanted to wrap it up. If you were given the opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, and you got to keep in mind, you were 18 at this this period. You 18 know, years old. 18 years old, you, or 19 years old, you, or maybe 17, depending on if you're wicked smart. Wicked um, smart. Wicked smart. So if you go through and do that... Uh, if you were given the money, uh-huh. you know, what would you do with it? If I was, so when I graduated high yes, school? Yes, when you graduated high school. So you I was wicked plan. smart. <laughs> you were, yes, and I, I gra- know this. And I graduated at 17. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had $40,000. Yeah, we'll just go with 40, right? Because oh. that's a nice little chunk. I mean, that's not. I don't know what I would do. This is the this is I the weird no thing. I have no idea what my mind would have thought to do. Would you would you have liked that opportunity, or would that have been detrimental to you? Do you think? Hindsight being twenty twenty, yes. it had been detrimental. This is and this is the point because yeah. like the decisions that we're talking now, we're all in our thirties, right? So you're like, I could have done this, but what would you have done? Let's be honest. Except to be clear, I'm not in my thirties yet. Thank well, you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not, not oh, yet. My yes, <laughs> we're um, all close enough. Right. That was the point. We're all full-grown adults that have lived through things. Uh, sometimes being like thinking back on who I was and what my interests were when I was 17. Yes, I'd have bought an obnoxiously expensive car mm-hmm. or possibly uh-huh. big boy truck. Yes, and either raised it, souped it up, done whatever, or had like 
I still, and I, I know, I mean, we talk, we've talked before. I think I've mentioned it once or twice. My dream car is a 67 Shelby GT500, mm-hmm. which that's not a bad car to like. Right. No, it's a great car to like. everyone likes that car. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. Um, it would cost way more than the forty grand I had. Right. But I'm right. also a big fan of a 57 Chevy in flat black. Ooh, I sexy. Know. And that I could get mm-hmm. for less than 40K. Hello, Mike Dixon. I don't know who you are but thank you for saying hi he commented oh nice i know people are actually talking this week it's so good (laughs) so thanks mike get involved yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna like your comment buddy check this out it'll be really cool because you'll be like oh the show liked it (laughs) we all liked it it's all from all three of us for sure yes so anyway keep going gator no so it would have been detrimental for sure i would have spent it on things i didn't need uh i'd have bought a really expensive car um I probably would have been dumb enough to spend a lot of money on a computer or something nonsense like that. Um, okay. But I'd have been too afraid to spend it on things I really wanted other than that. Like, I would have been too afraid to spend it on tattoos at the time. Yes. Um, we know that that is something that I wanted, but I was afraid to get one as a kid. Yeah. Um, because of fallout from my parents. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, you know. Um, you know, but I would have. I would have spent it on things. I mean, I did have a good amount of money when I went to college. Like, I had had a loan, and, you know, it was meant for books and day-to-day needs and all that stuff. And Papa John's was seriously on speed dial on my phone <laughs> yeah and we we bought a lot i bought a lot of pizza <laughs> i went to actually went to the god blessed cafeteria mm-hmm. all the time because it was we paid money because they make you and right yeah <laughs> but my sleep schedule was so far off yeah that, that's right yeah i couldn't go to the cafeteria because i was sleeping during the day and then i would wake up and then they would be closed because Everything got messed up with my sleep. Like, your life was weird at the beginning, and then just got stranger. It got really weird. I mean, the head bonk didn't help with that. No, no, it didn't. No. So, you live and you learn. You know, I mean, I don't blame anybody except for one professor that was a stickler. Well, some professors are douches, and I have those. I had those as well. Right. Um, It's just, you know, I didn't want to deal with them. (laughs) But regardless of that, you're you're saying it would be detrimental. It wouldn't have been good. No, it wouldn't have been. I mean, I have a learning experience with $3,000. Yeah. I can't imagine forty. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. Okay, Rose? I probably would have traveled and then bought a ton of clothes. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, the traveling is the good. traveling is an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's really cool. And, I mean, you'd be hip and fashionable, right? right? All right. <laughs> but, I mean. So many sparkly things. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, um, the dress that I had on last night, but, like, ten of those. Look like a goddamn disco ball. <laughs> you, you were the disco ball oh, last my. night. Without well, a doubt. Thank God the lighting wasn't that great because if it was, no, that would have been awesome. Like, yeah, or we'd all be blind. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> the last sight that you see. <laughs> well, that is the most conceited thing I have ever heard in my life. Is this uh, a- <laughs> Okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but no, I know. That's fine. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. It? Well, I guess it's a oh, good way to lose So, yeah, vision. I probably would have uh, would have regretted it. Is that? No, okay. Well, maybe not the traveling part. No, because the traveling is that life experience. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, now, that if I bought, like, cool ten thing. Louis Vuitton bags to go with that, I probably would regret that now. That, maybe one. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that, and that's kind of an interesting thing. So mm-hmm. would you, like, just being who you are now... Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go back and say what you would have been done differently, knowing what you would have done. Mm-hmm. Would you t- Would you think the money would have been good? Would you like that option? I would have liked that option. 
for sure. Because, you know... I, I would mean, rather have a, that money now. Well, than yes. Then. Yes. But, no, I would have liked that option. But, that was, yeah, it's a life experience, yeah, right? I would have taken it. Okay, okay. I, I'm boring. <laughs> Uh-oh. I would have went to college. That's a, uh, unfortunately, like this is this is just it. It was so engraved in my mind that you had to go to college to succeed in life. You had to. There was no other option. It was the one and thing. And the wicked smart. <laughs> I found it. There he goes. Yes. That's great. So. <laughs> Sorry, I've been looking for a while. <laughs> I know. Comes in randomly. Um. But now he knows where to find it. Uh, yes. But, you know, I was sitting there and, like, I would I would have done it. I, I know that's what would have happened at that point in time. I mean, like, looking back, if I could change things, yeah, I would love to put money down on a house and it would have, like, done that. And I'm that responsible person where if that was, like, an option, I probably would have done that, too. <laughs> like, I, I'm so stupid responsible with things that it wasn't going to be a fun time you know right. i wouldn't have done the europe travel like i would have been like that'd be a great idea but i gotta do this for my future or someday i'll get to do this break it to thirds and a third's gonna go to traveling and then the third's gonna go to this and a third's gonna go to this that would be the most uh non-conservative measure that's what i do with money now <laughs> what i do with money <laughs> yeah. like i try to do that where i'm like this will be fun money but the rest of this is for good things like that practical things yeah. that we need maybe you know it's it's a weird life to justify things but anyway yeah back then i would i would ended up in college anyway it doesn't really matter it's like really a non-point for me mm -hmm. but i think it'd be cool to have that option i just think it's a really good debate and i think like if you have children and this is an idea that you're having like you were going to save money for their college experience kind of keep this in mind right like legitimately i want you to think about it because college isn't the cure-all right it isn't something that necessarily means your kids are going to be set up in such a better way i mean if that's the route they're headed that's the route they want to be on that's the route that you know whatever then that's great yes afford them to not have that debt or less debt or however that goes but mm -hmm. if they go no this isn't for me i want to do something else be open-minded about it right because at the end of the day like your life is it's it's one giant experience mm -hmm. and it's it and give them that opportunity to have like that year of just i didn't have to worry this year i don't have to worry about being laid off of work and getting weird random emails i don't i don't have to worry about like different things in my life falling apart i don't have to mm -hmm. worry about financial instability or whatever the case i don't have to worry about being left alone and just being sad like that isn't part of that at that point you get this one year of just hey bud go have fun hey enjoy it now build this up you'll always be able to remember that summer that you spent in paris or greece or wherever you know it'd be really cool don't go to russia just that's <laughs> i guarantee you there's not much there to see that is that entertaining i don't know man i will say one of the best stand-up stories i've heard in a long time um it was uh kershinger yes um what's his first name i can't remember his first name Bert, yes. He does uh, The Machine. Yeah. Have you heard The Machine? I may have. I don't okay. remember. Uh, it's a heck of a good story about going to Russia. Henry Rollins has a great one about going to Russia I'm sure. as well. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, odds are good you're not going to have that kind of an experience in Russia. Are you going to go real. there? You're going to see like the weird, the buildings, like the castle? Mm -hmm. That's super cool. But oh, then the yeah. rest of it, they're like, KGB, follow you. 
everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And not a fun time. Yeah. So I don't know, it is what it is, but definitely, definitely that that experience. It's a cool thing. Just keep that in mind. You know, if this is something you're, you're doing for your own children, mm-hmm. I just I can't say that enough. Just because you can't streamline somebody's future. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on a different life path, yeah. and the idea is to set them up in the best way possible and that isn't necessarily college so true let's move on i am convinced my friend's daughter is mine Ooh. <laughs> ah. huh yeah dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. oh hang on there might be something for this <laughs> uh, he's looking through the bumpers oh geez i don't know anymore it'll yeah. come halfway through what well, yeah it'll come through in the middle of things <laughs> yeah right in the middle of something you'll just hear it and be uh, like huh 27 <laughs> year old dude he's convinced that his friend's daughter who's five is his okay okay so i slept with a woman bethany six years ago Ooh. oh can, good for you we slept together a few times over the course of a year, but lost contact. I admittedly was not the best person during this relationship. Never abusive, not violent, but I did cheat once and caused a lot of emotional distress, which I deeply regret, and I've aimed to be a better person and, you know, go to therapy is what he says, but whatever. I mean, and let's keep in mind, okay, six years ago he was 27, so I was 21 years old during this. Yeah, we all regret how we were at that point in time. Let's be honest. Like, me at 21 was a mess, much more so than I am now. So, like, like just, just the way that you treat people, because that's how you learn. You make those mistakes, and then you learn from them, right? Right. So, while he says this, or you don't. <laughs> I don't learn things. Yeah, well, I, I do. I, but <laughs> once again, that's the analyzing everything. Um, so, he, he realizes he wasn't in the right then. Anyways, he's been friends with Bennett. It's another dude for nine years. Did I you cons- sleep with Bennett six years ago? No, no, no. He's been friends with Bennett for nine years. You oh, interrupting okay. ass. And I consider him to be my brother. When he told me he was dating Beth, I told him of our past. You know, just just as a heads up. Right. And he told me he understood, but she didn't feel comfortable being around me, which is fine. So Beth has a daughter called Ella, who turned five last month. I'm the only one in our friend group who hasn't met Ella because of my history with Beth. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was my wife's baby shower recently, and since Beth is expecting my wife wanted to meet her as it'd be nice for her to know another woman with a child of a similar age. You know, they're both pregnant at the same, you know, whatever. Okay. And so Beth brought... Pregnant friends. Yeah. yeah those are nice to have. Yeah. Beth bought Ella... Were brought Ella with her, but spent the entire time avoiding me. I spotted Ella, and it was honestly like looking in a mirror Ooh. because she looks eerily similar to what I did at her age. Oh, you can't do that. I, well, let me, you know. Yeah. This is why we're talking about it. Can't do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to find a way to disable that thing. Good luck. Yeah. It took me a while to figure it out. <laughs> So it, I'm shocked my wife and others haven't noticed because Ella is just so much like me, even certain mannerisms that I'm probably imagining. I don't know if I should sit on this info since Bennett has legally adopted Ella or to come out and ask them, but even then, what would I say? I don't want to ruin their relationship or my friendship with him. And again, should I tell my wife? This would devastate her. What do I do? Mm. 
And it's weird because it's just like that sneaking suspicion, right? There's nothing concrete here. It's I mean, just like weird time frames matching up in a strange way. And then you look over and you're like, oh, oh, you know. Wait a second. Like, there's, you know, like I said, there's a lot of... It, I've said this before. It's a weird thing where things get very coincidental. Mm -hmm. You know, you start going like, oh, the, the A and B line up. It doesn't necessarily mean that's the way it is. A lot of times, A and B line up, and you're like, fate. And no, it's not. That's not how that works. Right. It just, sometimes coincidence are just coincidence. Right. Shocker that maybe you are just a generic-looking person. Oh, yeah. And the fact that you're looking at, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, people that share the same kind of traits are attracted to each other. Yes. You know, like people that kind of look similar at times can be very attracted to each other okay, because they see fair. themselves. They see something that they are used to seeing anyway. Right. You know, um, not to say that I look like my wife at all because no, <laughs> goodness, no. Um, you know, but it's easy to see things in people that... You know, you can look at it and go, oh, that kind of looks like my nose. Right. You know, or they'll say something and go, well, that's something I say. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you probably watch the same commercial. Right. Oh, we all have similar talking patterns. And, and yeah. a lot of times we pick up different things from different people. Like I was telling Gator last night, the, the winning belt, you know. The, oh, yeah. The belt. Yeah, champion, champion belt. That's right. Yeah. Like, I, I pick up little tidbits of conversation the way that we talk from different friends and stuff like that and comedians and so on and so forth. Exactly. Most of my mannerisms are picked up from someplace or another, and I just parrot it, which really makes me feel weird about myself thinking about that. But anyway. <laughs> well, it's, it's something, too. Like, I think a lot of people do it, though. Especially growing up. Yes. You know, when you're growing up, you're figuring out what you like to do, what makes you you and all that. You find out that you are kind of a compilation of a lot of things that you've seen. Or a lot of people you've heard or sure. whatever it may be. And so, you know, it's it's a growing stage as well where yeah. you figure it out. And what you come well, to find out is sometimes who you are is a makeup of a lot of the stuff you've seen. Of course. And let's talk about, like, we, we've talked about Letterkenny before, right? Yes. Yeah. And I don't like the show. No. Because no. everybody started talking like that. Yeah. Okay, same thing with Napoleon Dynamite, right? Yeah, a lot These of made it, too. Yeah, This made it into people's, like, vocabulary. So this mm -hmm. is how people talk. No one talked like that before. That was a show. They just did that. And then right. people started it was it. it wasn't like before the show you heard a bunch of people look at you and go, Pitter patter. Yeah. It's like no one said that. No That's a said, genius line. Right? Like it's very smart. It's witty mm -hmm. and it's catchy. Oh, but just the back and forth conversations that they have, right? Like which right. is really the highlight of that show. Yeah, and I mean like there's even now if I go to the bar mm -hmm. or if I'm hanging out with people like if somebody goes, "Do you want a drink?" Mm -hmm. Like I won't say, "Oh yeah, that would be great. Thanks." Like I don't do that anymore. And it's because it is more fun for me to look at them and go, "I'd have a beer." <laughs> you know, and it's it, it's something like you almost feel like you have like an inside joke because if somebody laughs and they know what it's from and you're like, well, sure. oh, yay. <laughs> you know, but if you don't, then everyone's like, oh, OK, you well, know, so, and see, so as I passed, I give you the ass or the crotch. Right. A question of etiquette. exactly. Um, seriously, like these things, they come up. It is what it is. And you're right in that sort of thing where maybe she's heard it. Through mom, through different friends. I mean, right. like, if she's adopted by Bennett, who you've known for nine years, how similar are you two? Exactly. I mean, if you sit in a room with me and Gustav for long enough, you're, you're going to hear, hear the, the same, same things. things. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but, so, I so, mean. So there is that. But 
I, I also want to give that credence, though, because that timeline is freaky, Gator. It is. I'm not going to say it's not freaky. I think before I give my opinion, though, like the ultimate question was, should he say something to his friend, right? The first question is, should he say something to his friend and, you know, his wife? Right. And then the second one was, should he say something to his own wife? Okay, who wants to answer that one first? Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll take a I'll take a back seat here for a minute. Back seat. <laughs> oh, oh, great! So I'm in the front seat. Oh, look yeah. At this. Look at this. <laughs> look, 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 look. You can't hear me anyway. It is what it is. Oh, he turned oh. his mic off. That's how I did it. Oh, what a jerk! Oh. I guess it's up to you, Rose. All right. So I would ask the friend, be like, "Hey, so this is what's going on. This is what I'm thinking. You know." Could we find out, maybe talk to your wife about it and see? Don't say anything to your wife until you know, though. Like, so Oh, you would go that route. I would go that route. Wow, that's interesting. Why? Were <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gator. No, go ahead. I knew Keep he was going to go there. <laughs> Keep talking. But because there's nothing to worry her about if it's not anything. So, but if it's something, then you can be like, well, I found this out. Yeah, see, okay, and, and I don't want to cut you off, and I understand. <laughs> I'm also, I've never been married, but, like, the thing is, <laughs> I don't think if your wife finds out after the fact and you decided she's the last person to know. Not the last person, just, like, the second. But she is the last <laughs> in, out of the people that are important in this knowledge, right? You didn't go to her with it. You decided to go ahead and explore on your own. And the I didn't want to worry you thing, that makes it sound like you keep secrets. Yeah. Can, can you just, like, sneak a little bit of the girl's hair and just, like, put it in one of the DNA tests or something? Yeah, that's, that's really good. <laughs> Let's creepily take things off of children. That's not a good idea. I watch your child's DNA. Why? I'm not creepy. Oh, no, it's terrible. You can't do know. that. It's an awkward situation. Yes, and that just got a hell of a lot more awkward and a lot more creepy. Right. You can't do that. I know, honestly, I probably wouldn't say anything, but I would like to know. I would like to know. Because curiosity would get That's the best of fair. me. That's fair. And I'll so answer to ask. for Gator because Gator's <laughs> got his thing. And He's got I, his judgy pants on. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's a tough thing. I would definitely talk to my wife about it first because if it's even a suspicion in my mind, I mm -hmm. would look at my wife and say, hey, listen, here's a thought that I had, and I'm going to tell you because you're my wife <laughs> and I love you and I don't want surprises. So this happened. And I'm assuming she would have already known about the whole Beth thing to begin I, with. Well, because your not. friend does. You would freaking hope so. Well, you hang out with each other, so it kind of should be something that's stated, right? You it would should think. be, but a lot of people don't think like that, though. I would kind of like to know, because I don't want to hang out with my girlfriend and then find out, like, when we're hanging out with her male buddy or whatever... Mm -hmm. Ryan. And Ryan looks at me one time and goes, oh yeah, like what we used to do when we were in bed after doing rough sex? And I'm going to be like, oh, thanks, Ryan. This is a great image like, I'm never going to get out of my mind. You right. like that buddy I taught her that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, want that. Special sex! <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bud. It's a skill set that I don't enjoy so much. Right. Um... <laughs> But seriously, like that's uh, I, you. You got to have that open, honest relationship. So I imagine that's already on the forefront. And because of that, I would have been like, "Hey, not to just if I'm crazy, please just just tell me I'm crazy, 
so I don't have to think about it anymore. Okay. But just because it's a possibility, I, I this is a thought that ran through my head. And either she'll be like, oh, honey, you are crazy. Or she'll be like, oh, oh. Like, oh, we need to find out. Okay. And... Then it comes to Pandora's box and on what to do there. Like, honestly, you're not the dad. You really don't need to get involved in this kid's life. You mm-hmm. really don't. She's never asked anything of you. It really isn't a thing. However, I also want to say, though, if you didn't know about it and she never approached you and it is your child, that's also BS. Right. So you have a right to know if you were the parent. I get it, Gator. That's kind of a crappy thing, right? Yeah, that's crappy, but... Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. First question that he asked. Mm-hmm. Should and I say something to, to my, my friend? To what that was the first one was his wife? No, okay, it was to the friend and the To other the thing. friend. Okay. First question, should I say anything to my friend? No. Mm-hmm. Second question, should I say anything to my wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any logical thing except for timelines match up that that is your child mm-hmm. no that's a you you run a fair thing are you sitting back and looking at it going well we had sex and i am just that fertile that i can make things happen but what if well, I don't know why I get this. We're going to enter weird areas here. Like, and what if you were the only person that she had sex with that year? Do you know yeah. that for sure? You because don't know he cheated. That. No, you don't know for sure. No, he did cheat, but uh, I'm so just, maybe. I'm stating things I, I know, this way. and we're in the hypothetical land right now. <laughs> I know. And not only that, but the mom of the child has never contacted you to be like, I think this might be yours, <laughs> which means she doesn't know either. Right. So, obviously, she had sex with more than one person in that time frame. Not necessarily, because if if she does know it's you and the relationship went bad, she also might be saying, well, F this guy. I don't want him in my life because I know a lot of people that are like that, Gator. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. That is something that could happen. What I'm saying is there is no reason for you to wake something that odds are good don't even involve you. Yeah, no, you have a wife. Right. You have a wife that is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Your job is to support your pregnant wife at that time. Absolutely. You have a friend that has adopted this as their own. You don't. You had no connection to it because mom didn't even want to introduce you to him. So why are you sticking your nose in crap that you don't need to? No, you're absolutely right. The only caveat to that, like legitimately, and I get it, he's moved on and he has life and she has her own father figure and stuff like that. But me knowing like if I one of my sexual partners, God, I'd have an old child at this point. Um, <laughs> if they had a kid, right? Like, uh-huh. and they were like, I don't know, 10 years old or something mm-hmm. like that. I would like to know that, that I missed out on 10 years of having a son or a daughter. Right. And, and I know, I know you're shaking your head, and it mm-hmm. is what it is. But why wouldn't that be a, a thing? Why wouldn't you have that option? I get it. She didn't like you, or you know, things ended poorly. You weren't that person at that point in time, and you were none the wiser the entire time. I I get that, but honestly, most of it, there's a lot of exes I have in my life that I've never talked to afterwards. Right, and that's okay. It is okay, but 
if they had a kid, I would want to have that responsibility. You have I would want to be the parent. You have one in your wife that's in the room right next to you right now. Do that. Yes. The other stuff is all speculation. Hey, you're right. It is Focus all Focus on the truth that you have sitting right in front of you that wants pickles at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Deal with that one first. Well, that's true. You're, you're right there. You're right. And you're probably right on the rest of it as well. Um, I'm always right. Yeah, that's not true. You're full <laughs> of crap on that one. All right, Gator, I'm going to concede this to you. We'll yes. give you the, the round here if this was a game show. Anyway, we got to take a break. We're going to talk about something else when we get back. <laughs> you're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story. Your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascaden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. 
Stone Throw Theatre, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art show featuring award-winning Michigan artist Molly Jones with a show called Clay and Canvas. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, September 3rd through September 26th from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary glass of wine while looking at some amazing art. Stone's Throw Theatre, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. As our economy opens back up, supporting small businesses is more important than ever before. Lapeer Main Street has partnered with Choice One Bank to bring back the Lapeer Rewards Program where we reward you for shopping local. Make a purchase from 10 different businesses within the DDA district and verify those purchases with the DDA and you could earn a $25 reward from Choice One Bank. Rewards are limited, so don't wait to start showing that support. Visit www.downtownlapeer.com for official rules and guidelines on how you can participate and we'll see you in historic Lapeer. Are you looking for something to spice up your relationship or you just want to try something new? Then come to After Dark Fantasies in Sanford, Michigan and see me, Tina. We've got something for everyone from mild to wild, lace to leather. We've got you covered. Don't live near the store? Then check out our website, afterdarkfantasies.net and shop from the comfort of home. Be sure to use code SOLIDSTATE in-store online to save. Follow us at facebook.com slash afterdarkfantasies. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. Join us this Friday night on our brand new outdoor patio for live music starting at 6 from Four Guns and Sybil and the Beast. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. Said, settle down, settle down, everything is fine. Take your eyes off the floor. She said, hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. And we just got through, we actually got continued arguing. We did, we Which did. is interesting because not, that doesn't not, happen too often. Not a full-blown argument, though. Well, no. Let's be discussion. real. It was an open discussion. We did yeah. We did an open discussion off the air. It was all very friendly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just with, like, profanity because we can't do that now. Yeah. I dropped effers yeah. and essers and, and all essers. sorts of bad words. All the stuff and things. Like dookie. And foo foo, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, you guys will never hear it. <laughs> not unless you uh, sign up for that premium content that we're constantly trying to pitch here at Salad State Radio. It's called My Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get any pictures; you just get audio. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys ask for this enough, every single show has. We're all hot mic. In fact, Sean has clips. He holds this over our heads. Oh, by really? the way, oh, does he know? Yes. Oh, well, I'm We're in not, trouble. No, I turn off the channels on the board. It can't record that. It just depends whenever he's operating boards. Oh, well, when oh. he's doing the board, it's different. Yes. I can tell you that he doesn't get anything from us when I'm back here. No, so, no, see, he this doesn't. This is a safe spot. That's right. Safe right. zone. Right there here. There are so many conversations on armchair <laughs> athletes that I... Oh, I'm sure. Oh. No, he, he's got, like, we're all blackmailed. Oh, Anybody right. that's been in here on Mike and he's happened to be around, mm-hmm. he's got something on you. That's not so good. No. That's I'm intrigued re- now. <laughs> I, say, I mean, there is boards of drops here. Yes. Like, I mean, 
boards. No, I know. And there are many that I read, and I see the uh, <laughs> see the title of, and I go, "Nope, can't play that one. Not gonna do that." Oh but yeah. There's other ones that I mean, I wish I had more time to go through this so that I could, you there, know, kind of hear them. A lot of them are very comical, like they're for comical purposes. Right. I'm, I'm joking when I say the blackmail for like whatever. It's all just stuff. So when we're on armchair, he can go like, ding, <laughs> and then throw it up there and be like, hey, remember the time you said this? Well, like I see the ones that have your name yeah. on them. And like I don't know what we are all garbage. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's one. Yep. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> it's all stuff like that. They're usually like there are short clips like that where he thinks it's funny. Every now and then he gets rants though. He, there are a few of those on here. Uh huh. But I still, I mean, this one. And the wicked smile. <laughs> <laughs> the wicked smile. Yeah. So oh, I boy. found the board, and I found the channel. Yeah. Which, no, that was the surprising part. I found it when I was looking for things, too. Yay! So, it's really cool. I'm just afraid to play things while... <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. don't know what's going to come out. Well, that and every... Like, I don't know how to not do it live. So, he's got safeguards in that, that area. That's true. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. If I wanted to, we could listen to him off air. But what's the fun in that? Right. Half the excitement is, <laughs> I don't know Open what's up coming. Open mystery box. <laughs> it's a surprise. And if there is swearing, it really doesn't matter because we're not syndicated as of yet. I'm about to say, what's going to happen? He's going to, you know, slap me on the wrist and nah, say, bad he boy. He's well, just going to be like, oh, that sucks. Last week when I picked the song with the, like, three F words, he didn't get so mad at me. So, because oh, it wasn't helpful. on armchair yet. <laughs> right. But. Well, what is this one? No one cares about your opinion. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's gonna come in handy. Oh, these are great. Okay, uh, are right. we just going through mine? Well, you're the only one on here. I mean, oh, we could look at like Carson and you know um, the other Adam. The Hawk, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a ton of those. Wes is on here as well. Yes. There's nothing on the two of careful. us. No, we're so. not on oh, here. Oh no, you are on there. Not oh. in this one. Gator is on there for a couple of different things. I don't see it. Uh, that you have one about pretty ankles. I know. I that. know that. Well, I know he's got the the drop, but I don't think he has it on the actual board. Okay. I just don't know where he keeps them either. But yes, I. Oh did no, say, I know where he keeps the drops. Uh, I found them. Well, there you go. <laughs> I do have one that words. I have gorgeous ankles. Yes. My my ankles are gorgeous. Gorgeous. There's yeah. a couple. Of them. I did have that one. There, yeah, I did he's say. He's got a couple. a couple different things in there with you. He does actually sometimes listen back to the show. Oh, does and he? And then finds things and oh, then cuts it out. That's so. What is it? Well, at least it's still... Yeah, yeah that's for you. I yeah. remember that one. That yeah. was for me, too. At least it's still on-air stuff, not off-air stuff. Yes. Yeah, he can't get off-air <laughs> stuff. He can't get off-air stuff because he turns off the mics, but if Sean's ever operating the board, you I don't know that. Us. Yes. I protect us. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> That's right. It's a hard job. <laughs> oh, also, that might not necessarily be true because I don't know how he records things because he records the off-air conversations, right? Mm -hmm. So the mics aren't on during that. He couldn't if it's going through the board. Okay. Well, I'm not the way I do it anyway, but how he does it. Yeah, I could see how he could he's, get away he's, with that He's one. got some stuff. Like yeah. I said, he's got me doing some rants that I was like, hey, wait a second. We weren't on air for that. <laughs> yeah, no. That's yeah. okay. But anyway, well, here's a weird situation. Here's a weird scenario. Right? Weird scenario. Let's say you have a friend, like a significant other, right? Okay, they cheat I have on one. you. Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> wait really, a minute. <laughs> you really need to stop interrupting yeah. in the middle I of love this. it. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> you walk into the weirdest crap. Yeah. I have one. No, no I don't. No, not that. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> but like, so this person cheats on you. 
and everybody wants you to forgive that person. Like, everybody in your life, your family, your friends, wants you to enter back with this person. So let's let's enter this, okay? <laughs> There's a quick trip down the uh, lane here, but all right, let's go. Yeah. Wife of seven years okay. cheated on me. Now everyone in my circle of friends, her parents and my parents, are suggesting me to take her back. Don't know what to do. I met my wife 10 years ago. We were both in college, dated for three years, married for seven. She is beautiful and an amazing person, and everyone in my family loves her. Four months ago, I found out my wife was having an affair with a mutual friend of ours, which makes it worse, by the way. Uh, yeah. It was a one-and-a-half-month affair. She was acting very shady at that time, and she would ignore my messages, turn me down every time I tried to initiate sex. I thought something was wrong. I did some snooping, but found nothing. Eventually, I hired a PI, and within one week, I got the proof. Oh, no. She was having an affair with our mutual friend. I immediately confronted her. She confessed having an affair. Immediately, she started crying, begging, basically all the classic cheater moves when they are caught. Hmm. I asked her for all the details with detailed timeline at night. Gave me everything. Basically, she was using another phone for having an affair. She told me she had... She had a burner phone. Yes. Ooh, that's serious. Uh, like that. This happens a lot Next more... Next level maneuver. No, no, no. This happens a lot more common than either of you think. Apparently. I guess. <laughs> Usually, people that have affairs, they either have a secret app on their phone that's like the calculator app, but it's not. It's oh. a secret messaging box. Or they have a separate burner phone. Legitimately, cheaters do this often. That's oh. a lot of effort. That is. I, I wouldn't even think of anything like that. That's a lot of effort. You'd be very surprised. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have, an app, I have a couple apps. Is it a couple or just one? I don't know. I used to have two. But I used it when we played video games because that's how you talk to your clan. <laughs> and then Sarah would ask me, she goes, who are these people talking and what are they talking about? It's like, oh, they're talking about vigilantes in this game. <laughs> right. But that isn't how this works. So, like, what it is is you'd get, like, a phone call or a text message from your secret, you know, affair, right? Okay. You wouldn't get a notification that that came up. But it would all be within, like, so instead of going to, like, your messages or whatever. So if your wife, like, scanned through your texts. Yeah. Your texts are fine. It isn't there. Her That lady's number isn't oh, there. It doesn't shady. exist. You go to your calculator app, though. There it all is. You know, happened, all her nudes and everything. Where, where's your calculator, then? I don't know. What happened just it's deleting stuff? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. no, I'm just like legitimately, these are things that happen, and you, other people have like a whole separate phone for this situation. I'm overly concerned about where your calculator went. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, yeah, you are way too concerned <laughs> like, about that. You know, I, why do you have two calculators? Like, I use that thing. <laughs> well, the, and so, or it could be Notepad or Calendar, just one of those dumb apps that people just don't look at, right? Like, if you see, Snapchat, I use them you go, both. Well, no, but when. <laughs> But when your wife looks at your phone, she doesn't go, oh, calculator app, he must be cheating on me. No, she goes, oh, it's the calculator app that everybody has on their okay, phone. that's fair. Right? And just keep scrolling. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the argument here. So anyway. And am I glad people... I'm in a relationship I am in? My goodness. <laughs> I know. Aren't you lucky? So I am a lucky man. I am lucky. willing to admit that every Very day of my life. Lucky dude. You're there. blessed. I so am. you look at this and you know people have the burner phones. They do all this stuff because sometimes the people they're having an affair with also don't know about the other side of things. So it's a lie all the way around. <sighs> that's 
<sighs> That's devastating. It is, but this is this is life. People do this. This is how this goes. In this case, especially, Leave this you could behind. see how you would definitely have like a, a fake phone and stuff like that because it's a mutual friend, even. Right. right, you're not going to delete that person out of your contacts. It's because then that would friend. look even more shady, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so now we've learned about the nasty of people. <laughs> well, you know, I like to inform. Three days later, more crying and talking crap about herself, she told me that she had deleted all contacts with him and will do whatever it takes to make our marriage work. Ha! She suggested marriage counseling. I denied. I told her to leave me alone. I was hurt, betrayed, humiliated. She moved out to her parents. She started texting me every hour how much she loves me and how much she regrets this and will do anything to save our marriage. After completely ignoring her for two days, I texted her that we are getting a divorce. She freaked out and started having emotional breakdowns. My phone started blowing up with her parents, sister, friends telling me to end, you know, to not end the marriage and at least give her a chance. Later that day, she made a long post on Facebook explaining how she effed up and how she has destroyed her marriage, basically admitting her affair publicly. But I was rock solid in my decision. She even insisted to have a lie detector test to clear my doubts that she never cheated in the past, blah, blah, blah. I asked her for some time alone to process all this. We have been living separate since. This was all four months ago. Last week I asked for a divorce and she started crying, begging for another chance. After that, she visited my parents and asked them to convince me not to divorce. Last night, my parents and her parents tried to convince me to work things out. And after she made her Facebook post, almost all our mutual friends are telling me how she was brave to admit she had an affair. Okay. Remember this, Gator, because I'm (laughs) upset too. Um, Brave to admit, you know. I that just, she had I her totally affair. want to interrupt. And that she so loves bad. me. And I should at least give her a chance. I'm on the edge of having a breakdown. She's truly remorseful and regrets this and can assure you of this. I do love her, and her cheating on me hurts me the most. I don't know what to do. Anyone who is reconciled, how are things going? So the, it's just to update things, like what he, what he said is that we don't have kids. We were planning on having kids after the pandemic was over. Ah! We both own a business, and we work together. So that makes things interesting. I haven't talked to her in almost three months, only business-related stuff. So that's that's what he wanted to clarify there. All right. Hmm. What does he do? What does he do? Do we do our Gator? Do you want to go first? Gator should go first. You should go first. Is this an Am I the A-hole segment? This is not an Am I the A-hole. Ooh, why not? I mean, we can possibly make it. Yeah, I mean, you it. could turn it into that. They're both a-holes. Let's start there. <laughs> Why is he an there. a-hole? Why is he? Yes. Okay, you made a commitment to your wife, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You stood up, you made a commitment in front of everybody that you invited there and in front of whatever deity you want to consider yours. Personally, sure. it's God for me, but whatever. Okay. And you said, till death do us part, sickness and health, rich or poor, better or worse sure obviously this is the worst part there is no question that this is as bad as it's ever gotten in your relationship and it's terrible because yeah you have a sense of betrayal because your wife betrayed you yes and i'm not going to deny that one bit yes because it's it's the truth it's what happened okay that being said there you have to have a moment where it's been it's been four months 
and it's still her trying. She's putting the effort forward. She has already apologized more times than she can count. I don't like the idea of going to mom and dad and being like, no. convince them not to. Or That's the friends a, or the yeah. Facebook post. The Facebook yeah. post is ridiculous as like, far as I'm concerned. Like, just, How much attention do you want? Exactly. Like you're. I'm trying to do freaking, all the right things. Right. Like, stop it. You're making. You're. You're turning him into the villain, mm -hmm. hey, which Gator, is not cool. I like your argument. I'm going to interrupt you because where was her commitment and where was her remorse in trying? I don't know for the month and a half that she banged one of your friends. Oh yeah. D don't get me wrong. Like I'm not sitting there going, oh well, it's all on him for being a dick. No. I know. Uh, I just. I. I don't. I can't get behind him being an a-hole. I can't get behind, like, I understand you made the commitment, and mm -hmm. I get that. I get the better for worse part, and this is definitely the worse. There is no recovery. Not mm -hmm. only did she do this, but it wasn't like a stranger. It wasn't somebody that she met at the office and then mm -hmm. fell. This is somebody you were both friends with. Chances are was in your house multiple times. Oh, yeah. While they were banging, were probably both in the house talking to you, being friendly. And putting on a big charade. You ever done that. that? You ever been in that situation? No. I have. It's a super fun time. Oh, I wasn't my gosh, married. That's terrible. But I got to sit there and watch two people <laughs> that were having sex behind my back be friendly to me. Oh, my gosh. So I'm not going to say that they shouldn't get a divorce. And I'm not going to say that they shouldn't shouldn't get a divorce. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um you think there's a possibility of them working this out. I think you have to give it the opportunity. And I'm not saying that it's an opportunity meaning it's totally going to work out as long as you both work at it. Right. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that before you just immediately clean cut this one, you have to give it a moment to try. It's a steep hill to climb, but by hill, I mean Mount Everest. Right, with a 300-pound backpack on, carrying, you know, a stone. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's an easy thing, and I'm not saying it's going to work out fine, because odds are good that it's not. And it's fine that you can have this opinion. You're not wrong. Everybody is entitled to what they think. Here. Exactly. And I know it does not work for about 95% of people that would rather look at it and say, ha, nope, bye. Mm -hmm. If you choose that route... It's a very, very tough, hard route. Yes. It's going to take tons of effort and still probably won't work out in the end. I think odds, and especially in this case, are 95% in your favor of not working. Probably. But that being said, what you're saying is to go ahead for that 5%. Because of that commitment, you should try. I think so. I think you owe it to yourself. I don't, I mean, I, and I'm not trying to sound terrible, but I still think you owe it to your wife, even though you've been betrayed, even though you've been screwed over pretty hard. I am just. Oh, you're making me wince. I so know. Bad. It's hard, I dude. I, I get it. But the way I view things as well, and like the way that I view my relationship anyway, and, um, you know, if something were like that to happen, my job is to take that nonsense. And make some sort of push out of it and do everything I know how. If that means that I have to carry the weight, then I need to do that because that's still my role. I've already carried the weight. Oh, you already have. carried the weight. I already carried the burden. I'm not carrying more weight. Not for somebody right. who doesn't care about me. I'm sorry. Like you, you, you make that. You make the commitment. You mm -hmm. talk about that. She made the same goddamn commitment. She did. She didn't hold up her end of the bargain. She didn't. 
I can't. So, you know, the better or worse sickness through, you know, health, whatever, health or sickness, poor, yeah. rich, poor, whatever. I don't know. I'm However that goes. I don't care. I'm probably going to end up at a courthouse and they're just going to declare me legally dead. Um, so regardless, it's one of those things where she didn't do any of that. You didn't get that opportunity. You're getting no. remorse after the fact, after she'd been caught. And once again, if you didn't catch her, she'd still be doing it. Very possibly. Well, and for her to put in the effort of getting a new phone and doing all of that stuff, like that took some thought. Yeah. And obviously she wasn't thinking about you. No. no. Well, she was, just not the way you would hope it. Right. She doesn't care about your feelings. She doesn't love you. She didn't at that moment. Out. That betrayal is so immense. And while mm -hmm. I, I applaud you on the wanting to work through that, mm -hmm. I've been cheated on multiple times in my life. And you know what? Each time it was devastating. I bet. Each time it hit my ego a little bit more and it tore me down a little bit more as a person. And I wasn't married to any of those people. They just mm -hmm. did this. And I, I'm not trying to say that to obviously take away from any of that kind of a situation. Like, I don't know what it's like. Luckily, I have been in a world where that's not something I've had to personally experience, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. which is great for me. Don't oh, get me for wrong. Sure, yes. like, I mean, that's that's awesome. It's just I four months and to say I'm sticking to my guns. Four months, ten years. Divorce is a permanent thing. It's real hard to move on from that it when is. all your financial stability and all the other things that you've had in your life have been set on this one thing that you knew you could completely destroy by making the decisions that you made. Yet you did it anyway. Right. And I'm not saying that it's probably not going to work out because it sounds like it's probably not. Mm -hmm. But I think that even if it does end up with the divorce and it ends up being done whatever cut ties all that kind of stuff i think for him specifically it will feel better knowing that in the end he still did everything he could I he still tried disagree mm -hmm. fool me once i, I don't i don't yeah. care like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's not going away it doesn't go away you right. don't ever you're you're your trust. mind always goes back to that. Yes, your trust yeah. is there. You're never going to be able to, like, even again, because it's a mutual friend that you're super close that to. That would be the hardest yeah. part. You're never going to be able to trust her around anybody because if there was one person you could trust them being around, it should have been that person. You would think. Well, what about all the friends and family and everything like that that are pressuring you to get back together? F those oh, people. They need to my stay there. Terrible. Yeah. Own goddamn that, that's terrible. Own goddamn business. They don't. need to just jump out of the picture entirely. It doesn't concern right. them anyway. They don't stay out of guilt it. trip somebody. Like, yeah, right. it, oh, she's great. She's doing all this stuff for you. That's none if of your business. If she was that great, she wouldn't be having an affair anyway. Right. And, oh, she's being honest. She wasn't honest four months ago. No. Is she but, brave? That's not brave. That's Admitting to your mistakes, it's not brave on a public platform. Who cares? Right. You know what all the comments that she probably got on there were? Oh, this is so big of you to admit your faults. We're proud of you. We're here for you. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And it's one of those, uh, um, hang on. Excuse me. She still made a choice. Uh, what does it feel like to be a dirty whore? 
Mm-hmm. How about that? I don't care. No, like seriously, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to get angry because this <laughs> is it. I, I don't care. This is the empathy portion. You have to have empathy for the people that you're with and that you love more so than anybody well, else. And if you re- if she really loved you, she wouldn't be having the affair anyway. That's the point. Which means that you probably can't move on from that because those feelings are gone the moment she decided to have that affair. You were secondary. And now because there's consequences to those actions and because there is a public outcry and people can see things, I don't care what your parents think. I don't care what your friends no. think. They're not your friends. Your parents aren't being good to you at this point. You're hurting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking advice or I'm not, I'm not taking kind of the way it's supposed to go from parents or people that aren't in the relationship. The people that need to decide what needs to happen are him and her. And that's that's it. No one else gets to talk about what needs to happen. It's a it's a very tough thing to recover from. And so what I'm near impossible. Yes. Mm -hmm. What I'm gonna say here is you could take Gator's route and that's okay. There's not wrong there. Personally, the damage is done. Mm -hmm. I don't have any there's no one's going to blame you for walking away and to be honest with you you're going to end the pain a lot quicker doing that potentially and i just don't it's there's nothing there it's i'm hard. sorry dude there's nothing there it's done it's over with there's i'd no wash your hands it clean of it it's hard mm-hmm. it's tough it's not an easy situation at all find someone who will actually appreciate you that's my advice fair enough all right we're going to take a break we're going to come back with am i the a-hole you're listening to open for discussion on solidstateradio.net Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. Solid State Radio. Back to open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Uh, man, it is an emotionally man. charged <laughs> episode today, and it makes me excited because I like getting vocal. I, I like say, getting what excited. What a conversation during the break! Right? Oh man. my god! Well, <laughs> it needed to happen. It did. It, well, it's not just that. I mean, Gator is a to put this off. Like Gator's a very lucky man. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm he, extremely lucky. He is a very lucky man, and he has a great. Uh, perspective on life i yes and like he, he yes, apologizes in different ways for being naive but that's nothing you'd have to apologize for it's great it's great that that's what's happened and so on and so forth i don't like being dark i wasn't born this way i didn't get to like you mm-hmm. know it, it happened through bad experiences and it sucks to have to go hey this is the reality and so on and so forth but yeah i get i get emotional i get upset i'm ready to fight for these different things because been there right know what that's like i know that pain and it's it's an impossible thing to explain to somebody who hasn't gone through it before because it's just that difficult right and i'm willing to admit that the pain that comes from something like this i don't know what it's like and i'm not going to be able to know what it's like unless it actually happened which it's not going to yes you know and so i i I'm not in no way, shape or form. Am I going to sit back and try to be like, I know what that's like. And this is what you need to do. Understand that the opinion I have on it is simply from an outsider's perspective. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
And it's important to have that perspective because I'm also jaded because having gone through a similar thing mm-hmm. while not being married, but being in that similar yeah, situation. Yeah, a serious relationship. Yeah, serious yeah. relationship. Having something like that mutual friend, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. legitimately. I have a predisposed thing right, right to that. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have the both perspectives kind of come together. Yeah. At the same time... It makes it hard for either side to hear the other one. It, it does. It, it, it just does. Like, me hearing what you say, I get it. Like, right. I get the direction you would take. That doesn't mean it's what I would do, but it's because I haven't ever had to make that choice. Right. You guys understand each other's perspectives. Oh, too. for sure. Yes. So it's not like a, you'll never understand or you'll never understand. It's like a, I respect your views, but oh, this yes. is kind of you know. Oh, well, so it's a good it's a good conversation. Exactly, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope I never do understand. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? like, it's, like I just don't want to. <laughs> you just can't. I'm a dis- fragile little boy. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't describe pain to somebody. No. It's something that doesn't make, you know, hey, what's getting a tattoo like, Gator? Well, it's like getting stabbed a hundred thousand times a minute. Right, but you don't really know until that happens. Right, right? I can't, like, you I can't, can't really I describe can't tell that. you what it's like. You can't describe the heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching feeling of having the person that you trusted and opened yourself up more to than anybody else that you've ever met in your entire life. Take that and throw it in the garbage. Just completely wipe their ass with right. it. Right, yeah. Like, no, I can't. I don't know. And that's, and that's, you know, that's it to like sit there and then also have to go, not only this, like they were together for 10 years, they were married for seven. I have to restart. Mm -hmm. Right. I have to restart. I had all of this planned together. We had all this going. I had all these (laughs) memories, emotions built up. And now all of that just brings pain. Right. You look at those best days that you had in your life, the things that when you were down and you were like, this was my number one moment. This brought me the most joy. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it brings me down to a crippling depression. You just you can't describe this to people. I mean, I can no. in words and stuff, and but like you don't get the sentiment unless you've been through it. Right. So to kind of encapsulate and put an end on it yes. for the for the show anyway. No, yeah, I know. To put an end on it, what it comes down to is situational. Mm-hmm. More times than not, odds are pretty good that the pain is going to overwhelm, and that's just yes, going to be right. what happens. If you're able to work through it, great, but it's something that you need to make that decision for yourself. You yeah. can't listen to a radio advice show and go, okay, that's what we need to do. Right. You you need to figure that out for yourself. A lot of this is analyzing the situation and what's right. best for you. And, and we can look from the outside and make choices. And you can listen to us, with but no take it with a grain of salt. Also, don't listen... The people that are closest to you sometimes have the greatest intentions. They want Mm -hmm. you to succeed. They want you to be happy. And they will give you advice. And they're often wrong. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Trust me on that one. Yeah. So going forward, let's go ahead and go to the MIDA hole. We had one last week that I wanted to do so bad, but we we chose the other one. Can we do the one from last night? Just to make sure we get it. Yes, let's do the one from last night. So while we were, well, we were at the birthday bash. We were at the birthday bash, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there having a nice drink, all hanging out, whatnot. And there's pool tables around, mm-hmm. all around, and okay. we were sitting. Next we're surrounded. To the pool table. We were sitting because we started playing pool. We were the first yes. ones to start playing pool, and because I can't help myself. Yeah. Um. Thank God they didn't have pool tabs there. Because <laughs> I had to go home broke. Um, <laughs> but so we're playing pool. And we get all done, we're sitting down, and then these other guys are playing pool. And it turned into, the question was, if 
you are an a-hole for telling somebody they need to move because you're going to hit them with a pool cue? Or are you an a-hole for not telling them and then just hitting them with a pool cue? I think you're a bigger a-hole if you just hit them with a pool <laughs> cue. I think so, That's too. That's what I thought so, too. Yeah. Like, if you look at somebody and say, hey, i got to make a shot. I mean, we're sitting next to the pool table. We're aware of what's going to happen. It's in, We're inconveniencing your game. Right. And you're inconveniencing our seating arrangement. But the game we chose move. to be there. Yeah, the game can't <laughs> move. We can. Right. We can, rather, we can move our head a little bit this way or that way. Or, right. You know, because and I mean, it's not every shot. It's right. every once in a while one goes in the near vicinity of, you know, you got And the dude was super friendly, but he oh, was yeah. also, he was, he was awesome. toasted. Oh, <laughs> yes. Goodness. His you wife. So? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Whoever so. drove him there, the girl that was up at the bar that he was hanging out with, she was drinking like just a Coke or a Sprite or something. She was staying sober to drive him home. I just thought he was really nice and liked the show. Well, that, uh, he didn't know about <laughs> no, the show. he didn't know about the show. I he gave him a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> I did give him a sticker. <laughs> and he's like, don't forget me. Use me for the show. So he like, gave me like three poundants. Well, I'm Quits. sure he did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Understand as well Real that anybody that... Real pretty girl at yeah. the bar. Oh my God, she's giving me attention? Yes, I'm going to dreamily stare at you as well. Yeah, understand that like we <laughs> Goat and I were already there with a bunch of guys or a bunch of people from the studio as well. And we were all there and then like I'm talking with Rose and she's like, Oh yeah, I'll be there in like five minutes, you know. And we're like, Okay, cool. And so <laughs> we're in there and we're like and she comes through the front door. Understand we're all in like maybe a collared shirt, but odds are pretty good at t shirt and shorts, hoodie, jeans, whatever, hoodie. Yeah. It's a dive bar yeah. kind well, of feel. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a black tie event. Come no, it now. wasn't. We're it was just, just a social fun. hangout. Yeah. Yeah. And Rose comes in. <laughs> it is this shiny green <laughs> dress. And she's got heels on. And it's like, oh, you put effort into looking nice. It's it's the weirdest Crap. thing. Well, yes, because she was easily <laughs> the most dressed person oh, in the place. Yes. Like, immediately. No question. I like to sparkle and look good. Stunning would be the word, I right? Think so, yeah, she looked very, very nice. Oh, she yes, looked guys. very oh, good. It was, a, it was a very good look. I use stunning because of the sparkles <laughs> as well, right? But if know. it makes any difference when you got up to like have to go to the other side of the room uh. or something, I would sit there and I'd look at Corey and be like, "Start counting." And we counted the number of heads that turned as you walked by. Oh, was there a lot? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Every time you walked through, it was like, what I did you get? I don't know how this surprises you. <laughs> like, immediately I, walking into the room, it's like gophers coming out of a hole. Oh, all it was the guys. so funny. I had no idea. I, I'm oblivious, though. I have no idea. Any, any I got time. I got to eight. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll put it this way. All right. Just... just you're a beautiful woman to begin with. When you wear something that draws attention, the immediate thing becomes, wow, and that's it. Well, and not only that, but the typical wear mm -hmm. of a female person at this bar yes. was either Holy Jeans or Daisy Dukes and a tank top. Yeah. That was the typical wear for that. So when you came in in heels... <laughs> and like an evening dress that's, I don't know... It was a casual cocktail dress. It was okay. a casual cocktail. It was my comfy heels. But it was totally it sparkly. <laughs> comfy heels. <laughs> Girls just don't wear heels most of the time anymore. Especially so, not at a fat bar. <laughs> yes. And if it is, they're like cowboy boot type heels. We did you know? see cowboy boots. We did. Yes. We saw a couple we pair. Yes. <laughs> So it's different. Yeah, you know, you walked in and turned heads. It's a hilarious thing. And that oh, guy wanted so to funny. be your buddy. Oh, it was so funny. 
But so I digress. He's yes. not an a hole for asking a-hole. somebody to move so they can make a pool shot. That's because perfectly acceptable. No, if does. you smoke me in the head, then I think you're an a hole. Right. Right. Asking is no big deal. No, no, I don't want to inconvenience your game. I feel bad where I'm sitting. It is what it is. Right. So we we address that one. If he is listening, you're welcome. Yeah. I hey. don't remember your name because I couldn't hear a thing. Nope. And I'm so also loud. bad with names. It was but so loud. Yes. Thank you for the uh, but thanks for the inspiration and the topic. And I hope bud. you put the sticker on your car. I do too. <laughs> so let's get to the one from last week because it was super interesting and I wanted to do this so bad. I did, but you picked the other one, okay. which was upsetting. But <laughs> am I the a hole for evicting a tenant because they got pregnant? Are we doing the? I feel like this is a normal thing where I just do an immediate answer. Uh, I don't know. I like I feel like you said it, it, and you both look at me like, "Okay, is he ready? <laughs> is he gonna say something? Let's, yeah. uh, let's hope he says it wrong again." Okay, ready? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. And I know. also illegal, but yes. Depending. It's a considered a medical condition. You cannot evict based on medical condition. I have a feeling there's more to the story. That's fair housing law. Right, that's right, right. Gray area. But if your lease is up. Well, that's mm. a different story. Uh-huh. Mm. But so, you better have a good reason why you're not leasing to a person that's willing to pay the rent. Well, but it's also a different situation. Well, let me get to it. Yep, it's let's not, find out. It's not like a landlord thing, like a landlord, landlord thing. It'd be like if Corey got pregnant and I looked at Corey and said, all right. Oh, your name's not on the lease? <laughs> no. Peace. Eh, okay, you ready? I'm ready now. Yes. Let's go. I know the title sounds awful, but please do hear me out before making a judgment. I will <laughs> accept done. whatever judgment I'm given. Okay. I, 30-year-old male, purchased a three-bedroom condo in Toronto. Ooh. Five years ago uh, when I was in my second year of medical residency. Okay. Okay, cool. Soon after the... Well, he's just giving background. I'm just... Nope. Soon after not the judging. Purchase, soon after the purchase, I rented one of the rooms to my roommate, who's a female, is 29, to offset the costs of the mortgage. I live in one room. She lives in the second. The third is my study and office. She's been a great roommate from the beginning. We aren't necessarily friends, as in we don't do things together for fun, but we get along exceptionally well. Right, somebody that pays the rent. Yeah, entire roommate-tenant relationship has gone swimmingly up until recently. A couple of weeks ago, my roommate broke the news to me that she is pregnant. The okay. father was a fling of hers who does not want anything to do with the child. My roommate has decided she wants to keep the child anyway and raise it on her own. To me, that seems like a huge challenge, but I admire her for it, you know? Right. Good for her. So the issue is, while I don't necessarily dislike children, I have no desire to live with a baby. Okay. Have you ever before? Well, I have. <laughs> it's not fun. Okay. Uh, while the condo is a fair size, I will definitely, I will most definitely be woken up by babies crying at night. Mm-hmm. Potential. Yep. My condo is also where I like to come home and to relax, like a haven after a long work day. The idea of coming home to a baby honestly seems absolutely, absolutely chaotic. Okay. Especially since this isn't my own child, i.e. the one that my girlfriend and I decided to have and was mentally prepared for. Okay. As difficult as it was for me to do this, I told her essentially what I've written here, that it would be best if she finds somewhere else to live. Good for him. I'm not rushing her out or anything like that. I've given her a six months notice. Fantastic. Any later than that will come too close to the birth. 
She was honestly taken aback by this and thought that I was being cruel. Her primary concern is that rent has gone up substantially in the city since she signed on with me. I haven't increased her rent since she moved in, so she's essentially paying 2015 rent. She works as a waitress and will likely need to find a lesser apartment to keep within the same budget. A couple other considerations are that she was out of work while restaurants were closed, but I did waive her rent for that period. Good for him. Good landlord. All of the furniture is also mine, aside from her bedroom, so she would need to figure something out in that front as well, aside from all the child expenses. I understand her position, and I feel horrible about the situation, but I honestly can't do it. Hmm. Am I the a-hole for this? Now, he has a couple edits in here. Okay. So, he's decided that he's not going to, like, charge for rent during that entire time either. Like, the six months. Good. No charge for rent to save up so she can go ahead and be on her own that way. Okay. And the rest of it's just thanking for replies and stuff like that. Okay. I have full story now. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? I am prepared. All right. You are prepared. I am. Rose, what do you have to say about this? I say he's not an a-hole. Because ah. it's a lot to ask somebody to be with a newborn that they don't have anything to do with. They didn't make that decision. Right. So, I, and you know, he's nice enough to give her rent-free for the next six months. Gives her some time to save up. Opportunity. To pay for everything that she's going to need and everything. That's so more he's than doing where the right else thing. would go. Exactly. So, no, I don't think he's an a-hole. I think he's going right the right way. Okay. If he doesn't want to. No. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, that's an interesting perspective. Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and do you. All right, bud? Okay. So the dude sounds really good, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Super understanding. Like no, I don't think he sounds super understanding. Six I think, months rent-free. I think he's reasonable. Yeah. I think he's reasonable. Yeah. But understanding, no. Understanding would be like, oh, my God, I'll help take care of things. Dude's an a-hole. Ooh. Why is he an a-hole? So, does she pay her rent when yes. she needs to? Does she pay it on time? Is yep, she a great tenant? Yep. Has no issues whatsoever? Right. She's renting a room. Mm-hmm. She has a kid. Yep. She's renting a room. Yep. It's like an apartment complex. So right, but he's not in an apartment complex. She, he's, he's, running a, he's running it like one. No, I understand this, but it's a different thing because from the sounds of it, I don't think he needs any of that money anymore. I he think he did doesn't. when he first started it, which right. is why he continued the same rent. Like I think everything he's done for her has been a courtesy up to this point. I don't get me wrong. I think he's a very nice gentleman. Yes. You're evicting somebody essentially because she got pregnant and decided to keep the child. Yeah. And you are punishing her. I don't think it's a punishment. You just don't want to lose sleep every night for the next five years. No, I'm sorry. You're not going to convince me on this one. <laughs> but because there is, so say, there isn't really a lease here. Like, seriously, from if, what's gathered here, there's no lease. He's on a mortgage. He's just, they've got like this monthly basis thing going. If there's no lease, no paperwork yes. whatsoever, then number one, he's made a mistake already. I'm sorry, but if you have an apartment, if you have a house, whatever it may be, and you invite somebody into it, get it in freaking paper, people. Right. Like, stop being this, oh, no, we don't need to do all official. We're good friends. This we should and that. got it. Right. No, if you're a good friend, put it in paper. Mm-hmm. When I had an apartment and I invited a person to come in and stay and split things 50-50, we put him on the lease. Yeah. We what? put him on the piece of paper because, no, no, no. 
I'm not taking responsibility for you. (laughs) I get it, but I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. Like, he has afforded her a way of living that she would not have had any other way. And she should be very thankful of the fact that she was given an opportunity such as what she has. But when he, and there should be this relationship as well, where she should be more understanding to his kind of mindset as well so i'm saying i'm not saying that she's completely fine and should fight all day long you know that whole like she is um you know appalled at the fact that this would be oh stop it if you can't understand that you're about to change world right now then you're not thinking clearly obviously but dude (laughs) dude if she's not paying her rent then i get it if she's destroying your house then I get it. If she's using your stuff and not paying for it, not cleaning up, whatever it may be, I totally get it. That's fair. She's a good tenant. So you're going a-hole. He, yeah. Because I'll tell you what, if she moves out and if he rents it to the next person yes. that doesn't have one, oh, you're a total a-hole. You're a total a-hole. I'm sorry. It's the way it is. But if you don't rent it out and you're like, nope, I just want my house to myself, okay, no problem there. But I think he is—he has done everything to look the part, and he believes he is being a very good person. I am going to go with not the a-hole gator. The soul being like, and you're right, like he's done the part, and he looks the part. Let's say he but on paper he looks like a golden child. If I have a guy that comes in and at three in the morning decides he's going to like say it's me and the way I sleep, right? Uh If I play my music as loud as I possibly can at three in the morning while I'm there, I pay rent every single time. I haven't destroyed any of the property, but I do this and I keep you up. Right. Am I a good tenant? No, you're a pain in the butt. So is her child. No, the child can't help it. Doesn't matter. It you does didn't matter. sign up for that. No, it does not. It Just does. because she's pregnant doesn't mean she gets leniences. Just it's because not a there's leniency. children. It is a leniency. This is not what you signed up for. That's not how that works. Also on leases, because different people live there or whatever, mm-hmm. does he get to charge more for the child? If he wants to, then yeah. I and feel like that I think that's a fair thing to do. Too, because now you have to deal with that. The other thing I is... I think that would be perfectly fair. If he said, if you want to continue to live here, that's fine. But your rent has now gone up $200 because you have another living person in my house. True. But also, when you say, fair. like, is she good? She, she just, Yeah, she doesn't break anything. She doesn't do anything. Right. A child does. Well, then she's responsible for the stuff that it breaks. I don't, like, okay, even if that's the case, like, if something of mine in my house right now, currently, Mm -hmm. like, if a wall got damaged or whatever, I don't want to fix it either. I don't want to repaint that. And the way that it's going to happen, if it does happen, is that the whole wall's getting repainted. Because I see what happens when people, like, do the... Oh, yeah, it's aged paint. It looks like crap. Yeah, (laughs) aged paint never blends well. No. You got to do it all. And the unfortunate portion with that in my house is that my house is all the same color. Gotcha. That sucks. Are you painting my entire house? Well, she's going to have to pay for it, won't she? Oh, I'm just saying, like, so, no, I, I don't like this. I, I, You didn't sign up for this. You signed up for one person that was there. This is a thing that changes. It's a life-altering thing. It's mm-hmm. a life-altering experience for her, yes. Do I think that you're, mm, is it sound unsympathetic? Yeah. It doesn't really sound that great when you're like, let's kick out the pregnant lady. But then again, you're affording her the opportunity of six months without paying for rent. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, in the world of evicting people, yes, you're being a good guy. 
<laughs> understand the underlying thing is evicting you are someone. still evicting someone not because they're a bad tenant i don't like, care about that under, though. like she's doing everything right and you're still kicking her out i don't think that you necessarily have to cater to somebody if you're not a business like if you're an apartment complex right yes it's a different thing if you are renting out a room to somebody the idea is that it's always going to be finite right when i rented a room right. from my friend or i mean whatever, don't get me wrong she's been renting the room for four years five years right come on there needed to be a game plan insight that's at some a point long in time. time to rent a guy's room right in his house especially especially when you know because her argument immediately while well, all the other prices became jacked up everything you around knew here how I good can't, you had it yes i'm not denying that no no i'm just saying like she knew all this stuff she should have been yeah. thinking ahead for the future she should have already had a plan and yes in all honesty like if you ask me anyway like when i did have the roommate and then i was going to get married when the lease came up i before the lease was up i talked to him and said understand I'm not renewing this lease. I'm getting married and I'm getting my own place. Yeah. And so I suggest you find something. You know, that was a conversation that was had because I'm not going to have a roommate while I'm married. That's just, I'm not okay with that. It's my stuff now. You want to hear my weird living situation? I know it's weird. <laughs> huh? No, not the current one. Oh, okay. That one's not that weird. It's just it is what it is. I'm helping out a friend. Um, in this case, like when I got out of college, right, whatever, uh -huh. life wasn't great because my degree meant nothing. Right. And so I moved to Lapeer. I moved in with a friend. My friend got married. Okay. You know how you did the thing? Yeah. I said, all right, man, I'm going to go find an apartment. He goes, well, I'd really like you to stick around. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, right? That's awkward for you. I Are lived... they pineapple people? No, no, they're, they're, not, not, they're not pineapple people. Uh, <laughs> I lived with them and their children for years until I bought my house. Wow. Because it was literally like, okay, it was, a, it was a quid pro quo. Cheapest place I could get, right? Right. It was the easiest rent. It got me on my feet. It set me up to be where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Given when I say I lived with crying babies, yes, I was there for when they're first and second child well no i think i moved out when the second child was born but somewhere in the ballpark right right yes i lived with kids i did all this i offered to move out right but they wanted but this, me there this is the opposite situation though yes it is the opposite situ situation but if they kicked me out i would have understood that right i would have done that because it was their house yes this is this guy's condo he owns this condo right. she does not but he's getting rid of her because she's adding a kid. Yes. Right. How is it a different situation? It's completely different. No, it's not. What? Because you get additions to your life, you can go ahead and kick somebody else out. But when they have additions onto their life that impose on you, They're, you don't get the right to kick them I out? I don't see it as an imposing thing. I think it's an incredibly imposing <laughs> thing. I'm I, going with not the a-hole. I, I hear you. I like I like calling people a-hole, so. <laughs> that's, that's fine. But we do need to take a break here. So we're going to do that. When we get back, we've got one more, maybe two more. We'll see what happens. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. 
Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascade and Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascade and Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Stone Show Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art show featuring award-winning Michigan artist Molly Jones with a show called Clay and Canvas. The show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, September 3rd through September 26th from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary glass of wine while looking at some amazing art. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. As our economy opens back up, supporting small businesses is more important than ever before. Lapeer Main Street has partnered with Choice One Bank to bring back the Lapeer Rewards Program where we reward you for shopping local. Make a purchase from 10 different businesses within the DDA district and verify those purchases with the DDA and you could earn a $25 reward from Choice One Bank. Rewards are limited, so don't wait to start showing that support. Visit www.downtownlapeer.com for official rules and guidelines on how you can participate and we'll see you in Historic Lapeer. Are you looking for something to spice up your relationship, or you just want to try something new? Then come to After Dark Fantasies in Sanford, Michigan, and see me, Tina. We've got something for everyone, from mild to wild, lace to leather. We've got you covered. Don't live near the store? Then check out our website, afterdarkfantasies.net, and shop from the comfort of home. 
Be sure to use code SOLIDSTATE in-store online to save. Follow us at facebook.com slash afterdarkfantasies. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. Join us this Friday night on our brand new outdoor patio for live music starting at 6 from Four Guns and Sybil and the Beast. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. Everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We have one last, <laughs> maybe a couple more. I hit 29 seconds. On oh, nice. look at Suck that. it, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. I beat your game. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we talked about college. Yes. We have, uh, we have a topic that came up where a guy... He's going to go to college out of spite. Ooh. And he wants to know if he's the a-hole for going That's to college out of terror. spite. You're an a-hole to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, well, to be honest with you, it's kind of an inspirational story, which I would normally agree with you on this, because, okay. like, let's go ahead and put ourselves in debt, because we hate our parents. Right. That's a great yeah, idea. Come on. If I put ourselves through all that stress and yeah. hard work. Well, so am I the a-hole for going to college out of spite? When I was 15, I would overheard my dad tell someone on the phone that it was lucky I wasn't college material. Okay. Or he would have been on the book for a lot of money. I admit, I was lazy. And I actually only had plans to go to community college, trade program after high school. There's but, nothing wrong with no, that. No, there's not. Just want to clarify. There is nothing wrong with that. That does not qualify you as lazy in any way, shape, or form. No, he was lazy at the time. That's fair. That I'm just, isn't. I want to make sure the there's a clear, distinct difference here. Also, we don't advocate when I'm reading for what people are saying. This is what <laughs> yes, they're talking about. That's true. If we did, we would be screwed. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm also very stubborn. Me too. So I worked my ass off just to prove my dad wrong. Motivation. Really? I ended up getting accepted to a college that's considered better than what my parents ever went to. Good for you. I'm See. halfway through a pretty expensive engineering degree awesome. that my dad has to pay for. <laughs> no. He doesn't have to, but yes, that's I, he uh, feels that obligation, okay. so he's doing that. Okay. And I'm really enjoying college for what it's worth. Cool. I recently told my family about all of this, and everyone found it funny except my dad and stepmom. <laughs> they did not. Bummer. Am I the a-hole? No. No. This is an easy one. This is why I figured we'd get through more yeah, than one. Yeah, this is not. This is super easy. And I mean, good for you. No, yeah. like, isn't that awesome? You heard something negative, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you turned it into a positive. Yeah. And yeah. look at where you're at. Fantastic. I will say this. Parents aren't dumb. We're not dumb people. And when you do things, we know why you do them. Mm -hmm. And we know how to motivate you better than you know how to motivate yourself. This time around, I don't think they did. I think they did. I don't think they did. Because they were they actually keep... really upset with his I think they're spots. still playing it up. 
I don't think so. <laughs> like you like to think that, mm-hmm. and I know you. You're very tricky, and you're not yeah, not tricky, I, I but you plan things through. You, I think they're double level Inception right now. I don't mm. think so. I think they're a bunch of morons that were just like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about Bobby Junior. Bobby Junior is gonna go and wash dishes for the rest of his life. I think they are absolutely thrilled. And couldn't be more proud of the fact that he turned things on and made it happen. I'm sure they are. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I don't sit there and go like, oh, God, it sucks that my son is successful and actually has ambition. Right. (laughs) Where did I go wrong? I wish he was a lazy piece (laughs) of crap. If it takes you being upset with me and wanting to prove me wrong, and that's what helps you succeed in life, then prove me wrong. I don't care. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't have to be your friend. I have to make you better than me. Yes. And well, that's going to be real difficult. <laughs> nah. I, I'm, <laughs> you just I'm, got kicked out of peg. <laughs> oh, man, I will, I will drop to the bottom rung of that ladder quickly. <laughs> no, no. I no, think... if, if, I, if my kids turn out to be better than me, which they should, and I, if I do everything right, they will. That's the hope, right? You that, know, that's the that goal. That's the goal. Right. I, I don't care how you get there. Mm-hmm. I don't. As long as you get there. Yeah. Like, let's figure it out. What do I have to do to be the person that gets you there? If that means that you're not going to like me for a few years, okay. Tough be it. So be it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't need to be your friend. No. I need to be your dad. Yes. Right. And you, a lot of the time, dad is not your friend. No. You need to be the guiding light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Fine. Just, yeah. You need, you need to, to make sure pulling that. that rope. Dude, you need to be the lighthouse that's bringing the boats ashore, you know? Right. Well, whatever you want to use. Yeah. You're the guy that's trying to make sure that they get from point A to point B yep. safely and in the best condition possible. And under their own power. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. And so if that means that, you know, I'm a jerk <laughs> and I'm an a-hole. All right. So you know what? It. And so this dad, I... Do I think that he knew that his son hurt him? Oh, no. I didn't call the dad an a-hole. No. I don't think there was any... Like, I think he he made a jerkish statement, and the son used it to a great motivating factor. Fan I think that's the greatest friggin-tastic. Well, you hear about it all the time when bullies make fun of somebody for being fat or something, right? And, and then they get ripped, you know? Oh, yeah. And you're like, and not only that, on you. But, I mean, dad saying that he feels obligated to pay for the son's college, like... Clearly he cares. I mean, fantastic. That's, that's good that yeah. he wants to support his son and all that. But the son to say, I'm going to stick it to my old man by getting an engineering degree. Understand that you sticking it to your old man is your old man looking at you going, right freaking on, dude. If that means I got to struggle for a bit, okay. But you know what? Succeed. This is this is me succeeding. Right. I think it originally came out as the uh, idea of sticking it to his dad, but mm-hmm. I think it turned into you know it's like that idea like I'm going to do this, and then you get passionate. Yeah, you I find can, where you actually enjoy this. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I I can feel the same way about what I went to college for. I started becoming passionate about it halfway. Mm-hmm. You know, like because originally it was more of an idea. Right. And then I got into it. Mm-hmm. And then I hated it. So anyway, we He's are. He's not the a hole. Dad's not the a hole. No. Stepmom's not the. No. Nobody's an a hole mm-hmm. in this. It's a good story. All this is right. just good. Yes. Oh, been a while. Yeah. Right. Fan freaking tastic. Faith I, in humanity restored. Yay. <laughs> I don't pick a lot of these because no. it goes like this. But it's so nice to see. Yes. Hey, look, uh, look, I tried today. Feel like the morning show. <laughs> and then the next uh, one's gonna be terrible. Right. Here we go. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. you guys have children, right? I've got a couple. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I know school is kind of weird right now. Oh, yeah. Gosh, so it's yes. not. Yeah. Starts tomorrow for me. Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. aside from that, when things are more of a normal situation, right? In, uh-huh. in class, in, in person school. Okay. Right? You ever have it where you disagree with a teacher or a principal? Yep. Ah, you might like this story then. Okay. Am I the a hole for telling the principal that his punishment was dumb and taking my daughter out for a fun day instead? Ooh. Nope. Yeah, you might be right on this one. Not an a-hole whatsoever. This happened last year before the world fell apart, just asking out of boredom. Okay. My daughter was in second grade. She was in class and suddenly felt like she was going to vomit. So she tried to run to the bathroom. She didn't make it and vomited in the hallway. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Bummer. Well, you know what? I'm gonna. Like, I'll touch on this uh, from a custodial standpoint <laughs> later on. Okay. Okay. Uh, however, she was sent to the office for running out of class without permission. The principal called me about this, and I had to come in. He told me she was being punished and was losing her privileges to go to the field trip next week. <laughs> I told him that was insane, considering she did it because she was trying to keep from making a mess, and she's seven. She made a snap judgment that I think most people would make. On top of that, they sent her to the principal instead of the nurse. (laughs) He refused to change the decision, so I took my daughter out of school for the last two days of the week. Since she's missing the field trip, I wanted her to have as much fun as possible. So we went to an amusement park, the movies, and to paint pottery. She told her father... She told her father about this during his visitation time, and he got very angry at me for undermining the principle. Am I the Oh, able? this is mom. Oh. This is mom, this. yeah. Awesome oh, I thought mom. this was dad. But I did, too, no, for whatever mom reason. Thing. Right. Oh, thumbs yeah. up to mom. Can yeah, I donate right? to this? My mom totally would have done that. <laughs> oh. Nope, I would have been grounded and in a lot of trouble. Mm-mm. No chance. No. That principle, man, number one, this is... <sighs> no, this is amazing, though, right? It's so ridiculous. Oh, it's... It, okay. The principal's the a-hole, right? Yeah, yes. Definitely. I mean, come on, dude. Really? That or the teacher for sending them to the principal office instead of the nurse. And Both she's legitimately sick. Right. She Not puked like she just her brains didn't feel like out. being in class no. and was like, yep, yeah, peace out. Like, when I when I was doing my student teaching and the girl peed her pants mm. and I went, oh... I don't know what to do about this. I wish she got up out of class and went right. to the bathroom. That would have been great because instead I had to figure out how to hide that from, from every other kid in the classroom. In middle school. Ooh. Good luck. That's tough. Well, they all left. So luckily it was just her. And I was like, what are you doing here? And then she said that. And I looked at my host teacher and I went, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> they don't prep right. us. For this. And she looked at me and she goes, I also don't know what to do here because they're in middle school. <laughs> It was a yeah, weird. That's a tough situation. That was a horrible for sure. situation. I felt really, really bad for her. But if she had gotten up and just left, and then like came back and said, "Hey, sorry, Mister Luthie, I, I did really this, had to go to the bathroom." I would have been like, "Nope, cool, right yeah, decision, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, you Glad don't need you to. That. You don't need to wait for me to say it's okay for you to go potty." Well, and I give her credit for being seven and yeah. making that decision, right? Because my seven-year-old probably would have just. Sat, sat there and just puked all over everybody. And See, I have I have a seven year old that would have gotten up. She would have gotten up and oh, ran. She's me too. in the world of pukers. She is fantastic. <laughs> she will do every like she feels bad when she doesn't make it to the bathroom or the yeah, trash can. No, my kids like projectile vomit everywhere. So my son's a different story. The only time as a child I have ever puked 
anywhere that wasn't a toilet mm -hmm. was when my mom gave me chewables that were grape flavored mm -hmm. that made me nauseous every mm -hmm. time that I took them. Oh no. And I told her I don't want to eat these because they're going to make me puke. And she's like, you won't puke. And then I did. Right. <laughs> Believe me now? So, oh, and then I got yelled at. But anyway. Oh, we, like, oh. we still have pictures and I, I think my mom keeps them on purpose. I don't know. When I was a kid, I played like um, county basketball. Yeah, you know, or like city parks and rec yeah, basketball yeah, like youth kind basketball. of basketball. Exactly, I played some of that. <laughs> we still have team pictures because I got sick during the team pictures, and I kid you not, we still got pictures. I'm still in them. I got the solo photo, the photo with my brother, and I, <laughs> I look like an absolute freaking mess. <laughs> I look like a heroin addict coming off a of withdrawal. <laughs> Oh, my God. My mom still has them. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, why didn't you get rid of these? And she goes, I don't know. I'm like, I look like death. Yeah, no, it's just, they're funny. Oh, of course. And I mean, imagine it because I'm also like eight. Yes. In like basketball shorts, knee-high white socks, tennis oh, well, yeah. shoes, and a t-shirt that's like two sizes too big for me. <laughs> trying to smile with a basketball in my hand. Oh, no, like, like kid photos are absolutely hilarious. Oh, just so in bad. general. If I can get a hold of those things, I'll, I'll talk with my mom, see if I can get a hold, and I'll post them suckers up. Yeah. It is so bad. Like, what is that, Throwback Thursday or whatever? Uh, I don't know. It when is I'll Throwback Thursday. Yes. I'll put it up on Thursday if I can there get a hold of them. I'll see if my mom will send me them. I'll see if I can find my baseball card. Oh, I have one of those, too. Yeah. Dude, yes. So... Do you have anything like that, Rose? A baseball card? Anything? Yeah. yeah. Any, like, oh, like, I'm sure I do. My mom keeps everything. Or like an embarrassing young photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do a throwback Thursday of embarrassing photo. Oh, it's embarrassing? We'll do oh, oh, my baseball isn't embarrassing. embarrassing. Oh. I was super cute as a kid. Are you kidding me? Every time I show someone that picture, they're Fine. like, what happened? You guys happened? can have really good ones then, and I'll just throw my puke picture. <laughs> <laughs> Look how good they look. And then here's Gator. Ooh. It's very tough to find. I might. I don't know. It's very tough for me to find pictures of me as a child. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Yeah, it's no. a very few and far in between. <laughs> I was a perfect kid. I never did anything embarrassing. Oh, man, I'm full of oh. embarrassing crap. <laughs> tons, tons. I'm full of it. But, um, yeah, so, like, okay, from a custodial standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If the room is carpeted and the hallway is not, I Thank super you. appreciate right. that because right. it's a lot easier to clean there than what it is in the other space. Say odds yeah. are good the hallway's not carpeted. Right? The other thing is that if you're puking in a classroom in front of everybody else, it can also set off the chain. Right. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, sympathetic pukers. Mm -hmm. yes. They exist in this world. Well, oh, it's just, bummer. It sucks. It's gross. It, you, you smell it. You, I, it's hearing it. It's literally hearing I've cleaned up puke, right? I've done it. Yeah. So many times. Countless times. Right. It doesn't make me gaggy. But if I hear you do it, oh, See, I can, I can it's hear it all day. Time. I can hear it all day, no problem. The smell... Boom. It smells bad. It's yeah. a trigger. It's not the smell for me. It's the cleaning it up in that stringy, like, spit oh, saliva. Yeah. I can't do that. Oh. Okay, that's fair. That's I gross. I can't handle saliva, which, considering what I do, I know is weird. Oh. But I have gloves mm. when I have that. I don't really Why? like the, the chunky, where no, it looks like, like the, beef stew. Okay. It's like, okay. You can tell what they had. Like, <laughs> Principal's the a-hole. Mom, you're not the a-hole. Dad's an a-hole. Kid had a great time. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> 
puke conversation <laughs> over. All right. And I think everyone agrees with my statements. I'll agree with Gator. All and in favor I'll say aye. <laughs> no. Oh, ah, damn it. Ah, we're well, gonna talk well. about and so here's the thing. <laughs> I, I can make it happen if I want. Why you shut me up? <laughs> like, she's just as guilty as oh, I, I am. I, you I, shut I, me up. I knocked off both of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was that. out, too. Yeah, no, we're done. That's cool. That's fine. We can be done with that one. We cannot talk about how the time the girl puked in on her desk and it was like bright blue because oh she had yoga. Yep. See, it goes <laughs> quiet again. <laughs> you ready? You ready to come back now? Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, it's the age-old <laughs> debate, right? Tipping. Okay. T- okay. Being yeah. an a-hole with tipping, and no, I'm not talking about putting the tip of your penis on something. I mean, like I was actually cow tipping, but I, I he went say, there. I went cow tipping as well, but <laughs> really, wow. which is surprising. No, I'm talking about money. Like you give somebody well, yeah, money I mean, as a now tip. I know, yeah. but I, I, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Okay. Just, anyway, just the tip gator. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone's favorite party game. Yeah. Emma. So okay. You know, everybody has different ideas on tipping. My Mm -hmm. favorite is the reservoir dog saying, you don't tip? No. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So am I the a-hole for snapping at a waitress that everyone is affected in this pandemic, not just her? And it has to involve tipping. Hmm. (sighs) It's going to be tough. You guys have worked in this industry. We have. Uh I have very strong opinions on tipping. Uh-huh. Very strong. This is, gets really interesting because it's also a gray area that I'd like to clear up. It's not just involved with the pandemic, but just in general, it's a gray area. Okay, so you guys know we have six minutes to knock this out of the park. Okay, well, you need to hurry up and formulate your opinion then. I'm ready. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were going to take a stab beforehand. Nope, I'm not. Not okay. this one. <laughs> this happened a few days ago. Restaurants can operate at 50% capacity, right? Right. From what I noticed, people are leaning towards delivery and aren't eating out much. I finished work and I was about to go home. My roommate texted me that the stove wasn't working and there was nothing to eat. I was already tired and hungry and have to cycle for another 30 minutes to reach home. Oh, he's biking it. There is a burger place near my apartment. Nothing too fancy, but it isn't McDonald's either. I called and placed an order. Four burgers, two fries, two drinks. They asked me whether I wanted to pick it up or have it delivered. The restaurant is only a 15-minute detour from my usual path, so I told them I'd pick it up. I tipped delivery drivers, so I thought I would save money. I'm a college student working a desk clerk at a hotel. I am not broke by any means, but I try not to waste money. By the time I reached the restaurant, my order was ready. I paid the money on the, uh, on the counter, and they directed me somewhere else to collect. There was a waitress in the counter. She had the order in her hand, but didn't give it to me. She mentioned that since the pandemic started, the restaurant had been encouraging tips for takeouts. Okay. This is where I want this debate to come in. Uh, I was surprised, but took out my wallet, asked her if 10% was okay. She told me that the standard is 25 Ooh. Oh, don't uh, be that person. Uh-huh. No, because he was about to do a nice thing, right? Yeah, he was right. going to give you more than 10%, you dunce. I was shocked, and she could also see it on my face as she started telling me, it's a pandemic. Do you know how much Stop. servers are affected? You know that servers live on tips, don't you? Shut you are up. young, but that's no excuse to be so selfish. Shut oh, up, Karen. At no. this point... I'm feeling like she's being unnecessarily (laughs) condescending towards me. So I told her a little curtly, the pandemic has affected everyone, not just you. The only difference between me and you is that I don't expect people to give me money when I haven't actually worked for it. Can you please hand me my order? Okay. 
She scoffed, rolled her eyes, handed me the order. I left without leaving a tip. Okay. Now, I genuinely don't know whether I was in the right or wrong. I mostly tip 20 to 25% when I eat out. I have tipped less than 10% very few times, but that was always only in case of extremely bad service. Okay. I tip 20% to delivery delivery drivers, 25% if the weather is bad. Okay. I generally don't tip on takeout orders or for counter services. I haven't actually gotten any takeout since before the pandemic started. Safety reasons and I was being whatever. So I am not sure if the rules have changed since then and I'm unaware. Now I'm conflicted. Am I the a-hole for snapping at her? You're not an a-hole for snapping. You are an a-hole for not tipping. Mm-hmm. Even though she crossed many a line mm-hmm. in this. She's, she's a douche. Um, yes. But I will say this, that people that pick up your takeout or are getting that, they work on a server's wage. They do not work on a hourly that is sufficient. So they rely on tips as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money to tip, you don't have money to go out. It's that simple. If you have to ask, is 10% okay? No, you don't need to ask. If you can't go out to eat and you don't automatically have 20 to 25% mm-hmm. minimum to tip, you do not have enough money to go out to eat. Understand that. Okay, well, I think it's a fair assessment because people don't know this. This is why it's fun to have you here because Mm -hmm. when I go for takeout, Mm -hmm. I'm paying a waitress because she's being a waitress for me. Or a waiter because she's being a waiter to me. If I ordered food and it's just sitting on the counter and you're just handing it to me, Mm -hmm. different. You can't convince me otherwise. Did you work as a Togo? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had the expo and everything, too. So they yep. had to actually prepare everything. They had to put the sauces in there. They had to make sure it was perfect in that box. Yep. And I've gotten that box, and it's been a goddamn mess before, too. Well, so I don't me. really care. Yeah, you didn't, but, you like, didn't have rose. It's <laughs> fair. I understand what you're saying. This yep. is part of the thing. I don't think people realize any of that to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I don't think no. they know the, they pe- the person that's putting that together. They're, they're being paid as a server. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so they are relying on that tip. I don't think anybody realizes right. that. You usually get like 10 15%. Right, you typically get a lower percentage than Mm -hmm. your typical server anyway, Mm -hmm. but you usually do more as far as more orders, and so Mm -hmm. it makes up for itself. Right. Well, um, and when you're actually waitressing or serving, a lot of the times they have an expo for you and stuff that already gets that out, and you just have to walk in the back, pick it up, and then take it back out. Right, but But the the other side of this as well is people will give a server less money for a table Mm -hmm. if your food is wrong. Right, and it's not your fault. It's not right. the server's fault. <laughs> oh, no. I got blamed for that all the time. I don't oh. do that. Listen. Right. I go off of refills. If I sit there with an empty cup for a very long time, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Understand that when I go out to eat, though, like personally anyway, mm-hmm. you will never see me tip less than 20% mm-hmm. ever. Because no. at, the sa- at the end of the day, you may not be good. You still provided a service. Mm-hmm. I will, but not often. Most of the time, I tip well over 25% oh, yes. because that's just how I am, and I realize how this operates, and I like to help people and be, you know, I, I get it. I'm getting a service. I could cook food for myself. I'm being mm-hmm. lazy. Yeah. I have a problem, though. Like, if you're just bad, yeah. if I'm having a terrible time, you're not treating me very good, you're kind of rude to me, I'm not tipping you well. You work in a service industry. That's how it goes. <laughs> At least pretend to be nice to yeah, me for a little bit. At least pretend I'm not. <laughs> right. And I'm not the dude who's like, I'm over here, sugar tits. Like, that's not me. Right. I didn't say that. Like, I'm just like, oh, could I please have this? And you're just like, you'll get what I give you. I'm like, no. <laughs> right. No, Gladys. Right. <laughs> so I, it's, I think it's an interesting thing. I don't think he's an a-hole because she 
Yeah, she, she crossed the line. Mm-hmm. She crossed the line. They're both a holes. Yeah, that's fair. Ah. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna end on that one just because I don't. We don't have. We are out of time, people. Hey, you guys have been listening to Open for Discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Sunday. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music.